ho, 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 and welcome, everyone, to this very special and definitely not recorded in November, so in no way forced festive edition of False Starts Podcast. I'm your ho, ho, host today, Lewis, and as ever, I'm joined by Daddy Daniel and his sex elf, Ashley. Hello, uh, everybody. Dad, Daddy Daniel. Um... Yes, yes, I did make two <laughs> ho 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 jokes in 30 can you, can seconds. We, can it's you, Christmas. Brace I, yourselves. Daddy, Daddy Daniel, please. Daddy Dan. Daddy Dan. Well, please don't use my full name. Daddy Danny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the neck of the pen. It rhymes. It has to be done. But, so, Lewis over there, Cindy Lou. Mm. Um, Who? Cindy Lou. Hey! hey. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Thanks. Set them up and knock them down. Has got some sort of asthmatic thing going on? Is he is he, is he well? Uh, I think they call it laughter, but I've never heard it come out of him, <laughs> so it, it's strange. Gentlemen, yes. Fuck, Mary kill, Father Christmas, the Easter Bunny, or Tooth Fairy? Yes. Oh. Go. Go on. Can I be in a polyamorous no, relationship? No. Fuck, Mary and kill. Well, then I am not interested. Ashley, marry Father Christmas. Mm-hmm. Fuck the Easter Bunny. Mm-hmm. And what was the other thing? Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy. fairy. Kill. Oh, I'll kill Tooth Fairy. I don't need Tooth Fairy no more. We're oh, same, same wavelength. Yeah, you know what? That, that makes sense. Let's go with that. That is the correct answer. You fuck the Easter Bunny, because I bet it goes like a rabbit. Yep. You marry Father Christmas. He's got that Coke sponsorship money. And you <laughs> kill the Tooth Fairy, because what fucking psycho wants a tooth collection? Do the music, but with jingle bells on. Yeah, Daddy Dan. With a sitar in it. <laughs> yeah, let me just ask Ravi Shankar to come in there and play with me. Thank you. The one sitar player everyone knows. <laughs> the only sitar player I know. Because he played with the Beatles, and that's the only culture you swines will get. So, yeah. who won the poll, Father Lewis? Great question. I did. With 50%, people want to see my Gladiator prequel about Proximo. You guys shared the rest of the votes. You got 25% each. Oh, deal. No one wanted the actual Gladiator sequel that they're actually doing, which messed up the entire premise of our podcast format. (laughs) Speaking of which, Home Alone 4. (laughs) Do you know what? I feel validated that the actual pitch didn't get any. Yeah, Lewis, can you go ahead and um, retweet that to Ridley Scott? (laughs) Yeah, I will. Yeah, thank you. I will. But just, you know, if he wants better pitch ideas, you come to us. He will definitely listen to the four <laughs> votes we got. <laughs> <laughs> three not many London. people wanted to vote on the Gladiator poll. I don't know Maybe why. Maybe because it's not a fucking full start and ruined our entire premise. Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about Home Alone 4. Mm-hmm. And 5. To start with, yeah. We're doing a... Special bumper double bill because it's Christmas. Oh, I remembered something. Yes. I want to bring up about Home Alone 4. So I've got the box set. Why? Right? Because I love Home Alone. Right? Sure. We all do. And I just want to... Don't we, Ashley? No. If you'll permit me, I want to read the blurb for Home Alone 4. Right. We've gone through all this effort, so (laughs) fucking do it. So, it's tough being nine. Tougher still spending Christmas with Dad. And his new girlfriend, Natalie's mansion, even though it's loaded with all the techno gadgets any could could hope for. But Chris, but this Christmas, Kevin is in really hot water again, 
and so are Marv and his sidekick, <laughs> who are up to no good. With funnier and more high-tech crime-stopping wizardry at his disposal than ever, Kevin just might finally put these crooks on ice forever and keep his parents together while he's in it. this uplifting, hilarious comedy the whole family is sure to love. Kevin's a wizard now. That's all I took away from that. <laughs> Apparently from... Yes, he's a wizard. Marv and his nondescript sidekick, who could yeah. be Harry, could be Joe Pesci from <laughs> which, the first movie. Which I love, yeah. It, like, telling this, like, oh, yeah, no, just don't give the sidekick's name on the back. Also... Oh, dear. This is, you know... This Harry is not a, a sidekick. ...for an audio medium. But there, on this DVD cover, there are three of the four protagonists on the front. How bad is five that he doesn't make it onto the front of the DVD cover? Well, we will discuss that... In about an hour's time. We will do. Uh, listeners, if you would like to watch Home Alone 4 before listening to the rest of this podcast, Lord knows why you would, but it's on YouTube in full. You can go and watch it and you can come back and listen to us. We're going to jump straight in. We've got eggnog. Uh, zero minutes and zero seconds. When I think of Home Alone 1 and 2, one of the first things I think of is John Williams' score. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good score. Home Alone 4, surprisingly, doesn't use it anywhere. It doesn't even try to get a sound alike. It, it opens with the Home Alone logo, and it's just it's just generic music Christmas pack number one from Kevin McLeod off fucking online. It's, I hate it, and at zero <laughs> minutes and zero seconds, I I already regret my choice here of movie this this month well fuck you you chose it i'm well, sorry i have to just say something because you said this in a previous episode as well it's pronounced mcleod no it's mcleod <laughs> <laughs> Cute, angry Scottish people being very upset it's with you. MacLeod, you filthy, filthy southerner. It is MacLeod, and it is Derek Jacoby. <laughs> <laughs> and I will not be convinced otherwise. I tried otherwise. to tweet him. He doesn't have an account. <laughs> <laughs> so he just shouted up to the heavens. <laughs> Jacoby, I Jacoby! <laughs> you will not convince me otherwise. I will say things as I see them written down. Thank you, Louise. You're very welcome. This movie is directed by Rod Daniel, mm -hmm. fairly prolific journeyman director. I mean, sounds like a porn director. Fairly prolific journeyman porn director. Sorry, Good. I should yeah. have added that. <laughs> uh, he directed Teen Wolf, uh, Beethoven 2. Peen Wolf. <laughs> but <Pee> Oven 2. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, he's directed for every... TV show ever made it seems like he died in 2006 this was the very last thing he made before he died and what a way to go out eh <laughs> some could claim that it was this film that did it I it nearly ended me <laughs> <laughs> so one of my earliest notes is we see Kevin watching old home movies of his happy family oh yes listeners mm. this is Kevin this from is one this is two. the Kevin where where does this come Within the timeline. Very good Because question. he says he's nine. Very good question. <laughs> Did you hear my description of the blurb on the back of the box? It's tough being nine. 
He's yes. nine. But in Home Alone 2, he's ten, I believe. No. In the first one, he's eight. In the second one, in theory, he should be nine because it's the next year. Yeah. But he's nine in this. Let me... Let me let me shed some light. This is obviously this a different parallel universe, Kevin. It's it's not. It's, it's a reboot of the franchise. I'm not going to be able to answer the question, but allow me to shine a light here, Kevin. Well, I don't know the answer to the question. Answer the question. I didn't fucking care. But, but yes, there we go. I won't bother explaining. Kevin is nine years old in Home Alone Four, uh, having been eight years old in Home Alone and in Home Alone Two. Uh, Kevin says, Kevin says that he's ten. Oh, he does say he's 10. He does say that he's 10 years old in Home Alone 2, but his parents say they left him home alone last year, which in Home Alone 2 would make Kevin 9 if we're going by what the parents (laughs) say. They left him at home last year, but Kevin says he's 10. Either way, the Kevin here in Home Alone 4, this is either a prequel to Home Alone 2 and Kevin is actually... Ten in Home Alone two, meaning that for three years in a row, <laughs> Kevin got left at home, and in the in the middle years, his mum and dad split up, get remarried, divorced, moved well, they, house, they and get, get back, back together, together and yeah. buy the old house back. No, it's it's the pre, it's a pre sequel then. It's a pre sequel, or it's a pre sequel, or this movie is like the new Halloween movie that came out this year, <laughs> and none of the other Home Alones exist now. <laughs> Hey guys, you want to watch Halloween? Which one? There's three of them. Yeah. With that title. I think the most likely option is yours. Nobody cared. Mm. That but always. Still, interesting point. That infuriates me when, like, writers just don't research the thing that. It is the about. most basic of research you could have I, done yeah, on a movie. Watch the film once. Yeah. That's all you need to do. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But. To go back to my original point, he's sitting there watching the home movie of his divorced parents being happy at Christmas. Yes. How depressed is that child? The tape he was watching was last Christmas as well, so that was the Christmas from the end of Home Alone 1. Yeah. Like, how how depressed must that poor child be that he wants to sit in his room and watch these old videos? I, I felt sorry for the, like a little... You wow, should feel sorry for it. What a way to open on this movie. Just this kid looking... Very clearly unhappy with his You life. should definitely feel sorry for him because his mother is an awful mother. Yeah, she's an awful mother. Her, like, her youngest, Kevin, is clearly upset and she knows that her other children bully him mm-hmm. and not only does she allow it, she chastises Kevin for being upset because of it. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, she's, she's a terrible mother in this movie. No, no one in Home Alone 4 is recognisable as the characters they are meant to be from Home Alone 1 and 2. No, no. not even Marv. Yeah. We'll get there. Oh, Marv comes in at nine minutes and 50 seconds. Oh. Mm. See, I'm on seven minutes. But I'll, I'll say the, the watching of the past Christmases, to me that just felt like it was something they do at Christmas. So, oh, here's the fun we had last year. He just happens to be sad this year because of what happened afterwards. His parents split up. So it's not necessarily I'm going to watch this to make myself sad. It's just it's nice to see what we did previously. I guess. The I mean, he did have quite to. the smile on his face when looking at it. So either he didn't give that much of a shit or he was crying on the inside. <laughs> we hope it was the latter. So I don't know if you guys are aware of like, the, um, the budget Christmas channels you get on movie channels you get yes. on TVs. Yes, yes. You know, they spring like up around. classic movies and stuff like that. They spring up around December, no, mid-November and play through to January, yeah. Yeah, and you get them like 
other ones all year round, blah, blah, blah. They'll play It's a Wonderful Life Christmas Story on repeat, yeah. yeah. What about them? Then you get the ones that play the, the god-awful shitty Christmas movies. Well, I mean, you just go to Netflix for that. for that now, surely? You would think, but no, that they're still chugging along on TV. A Christmas Wish. Christmas Wish 2. Sure, <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> but this big bang of television of one of those specifically... A channel dedicated to shitty Christmas movies that comes on at Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Turner Classic Movies is what I got out of this film. Yeah, well, I mean, well this was... It was an ABC uh, mm-hmm. straight-to-TV movie. Mm, oh, it, you can feel it. Four was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm, you can feel it with the, the fucking shit editing. Awful, oh, yeah. Awful editing of this movie. Is this the one where it's got that zigzag centre wipe? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, this movie features zigzag center wipes and clock wipes multiple times. <laughs> my my favorite bit of editing is always the zoom in with the camera going, whoa, and then oh, go at different angles hell. as you zoom in and out. That's my favorite one while the yeah. kids are having breakfast. <laughs> so, yeah. You can't make breakfast in sight in movie. I don't care how you how good you are. It is a very cheap, nasty looking movie. Mm. I don't I couldn't find Anything about what the budget was, I can ass- I can only assume it was a shoestring, <laughs> and it shows. Let's see, I've got about $100 in my pocket. Let's go fucking film at Frank's <laughs> yeah. house. Yeah, the, the worst bit for camera work was when they were decorating the tree. And oh, I, God. I put decorating lightly, but we'll, we'll get to that. The scene went on for fucking oh. ever. But I'm, it wasn't the worst bit of camera work. I will tell you the worst bit of camera work when we get to it later right well he's having he's having breakfast in bed i've got it don't you worry <laughs> that was awesome. what what year was this film 2002 right so it wasn't 80s no so why do we have your standard 80s bully kid in buzz yes who we get a series of hilarious clips of buzz beating Kevin up. Yes. Actually fully abusing him. Yeah. Separated by the fucking zigzag centre wipe, each one. Yep. <laughs> and it's... Welcome, buckle in for this Christmas film, guys. <laughs> also... Why are you choking yourself on a tie? Why are you choking yourself <laughs> on a tie? Like, you're killing the man. Two siblings have gone missing. Yep. Kevin is the youngest of five. Yeah. Uh... Were they extended family? No, they had f- no. he had four other siblings. Okay. The other children in, in the first and second movie, they were extended family. They were like Uncle Frank's kids and mm-hmm. whatnot. Uncle uh, Frank, the nicest man. So at yeah, nine minutes and 50... Right. I'm pretty sure Uncle Frank abuses his family. Just just while I'm just throwing it out there. Well, no, he, he he's more than happy to say, your dad paid for this vacation and fuck it, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, he's yeah. a violent <laughs> piece of shit. He's not a nice uncle. No. But we're here to talk about Home Alone 4 instead. And at 9 minutes and 50 seconds, we get introduced to our criminals. I write, Oh, hello, French Stewart. What the fuck do you mean, Marv? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Like, Jesus Christ. In seven seconds, I've identified French Stewart as a new criminal. And the rug was pulled out from underneath me (laughs) because he is meant to be Marv. The Daniel Stern character from the originals, but he's dressed as Joe Pesci in this one for whatever reason. <laughs> yes, with the hat, yeah. What the fuck are they playing at? I don't know. I like how they introduce, like, oh, he has a wife now. Yeah. Sure. And their the big thing is kidnapping. A wife That's who he met in prison. Yeah. They met each other in prison. Are there 
co-gender prisons. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? In this universe, there are. In the universe of Home Alone 4, anything's possible, mm-hmm. except making a good movie. And I love how they try and stomp on the previous ones by going, fuck Harry, Harry got me in all these situations. Yes. I'm, I'm the boss now. Who's the boss? He Who's is, but also um, his mum. Spoilers! <laughs> tidbit time, tidbit time, let's have a little tidbit. Festive. Thank you. It's Christmas. Uh, you would have thought they could get uh, Daniel Stern to reprise the role of Marv, because 2002, he's, he's not up to much. He was approached, mm-hmm. but turned it down, calling the script an insult. It's total garbage. Mm-hmm. Tidbit time. End of the piece. <laughs> that was a smart move by that man. So I've got 14 minutes, and I'm just imagining the direction, right? Okay, kid, run in here and tell us how cool everything is. Wow, look at this cool stuff. It's so cool. Look at this cool chair. It's so cool. Repeat ah, 50 times. This is when Kevin has gone to the big mansion. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And they have the guest children's room there, and it's filled with all cool stuff. Okay. I was confused as to where we were. Still, this kid is not the worst Home Alone protagonist. (laughs) Home Alone 3 has the worst Home Alone protagonist. No, I would say he is. Dan's got a soft spot for 3. I do. I have kind of have a soft spot for all of it. Dan's got a soft spot from when he was dropped as a child. (laughs) This week... Twice. This week, in the middle of November, I have watched six Christmas films. <laughs> right? Five Home Alone films and one Grinch. Five Home Alone films. <laughs> right, and I've come to the realisation that Home Alone 1 is garbage. You shut your filthy Home Alone fucking 2 mouth. is perfectly fine. Home Alone 3 is slightly better than 1. <gasps> <laughs> Four is... Is that because it has not David Schwimmer in it? What? In Home Alone 3. Oh, that's not not David Schwimmer. That is not David Schwimmer. Not not David Schwimmer's a thief. Yeah. Yeah. In Birmingham or somewhere. Yeah. Not not, <laughs> not David Schwimmer's an actor from Home Alone 3 and David Schwimmer's in Friends. There we the go. More I'm you glad know. we cleared this up. <laughs> Six degrees of David Schwimmer. But also, you are fucking wrong about Home Alone 1. It's a classic. You're watching it with nostalgia goggles. No, I've not. only seen it the twice. I saw it once around yours two years ago, and because of the peer pressure, I probably I liked it. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, peer pressure. Not because it's a good movie or anything. <laughs> no, we watched one and two. We watched one and two. Well, me and Dan say you should like it now. Okay. Feel the pressure. It's, it's great. Good pressure. <laughs> Sixteen minutes. Yeah. The movie can't montage right. Oh no, it's no. awful. And Mons you know what? Fucking woeful. I wrote down 16 minutes on the dot. They've confused Home Alone with Richie Rich. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's an easy mistake to make. Well, but <laughs> Macaulay Culkin was in both. Yeah, not if you are writing the Home Alone 4 scripts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this, this, this movie can't montage, right? Okay, 7 a.m. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire shows up on the big TV in his bedroom and he's like, do you have, you can have anything you'd like, dear. And, the, and Kevin McAllister's like, anything. And then 
The movie goes into montage mode, and the joke should be that he can have anything he wants, so he has everything. He, he should, he, it should be a mm -hmm. montage of all the ridiculous foods he picks for breakfast. But what the movie does is, you can have anything you like, dear. Anything. And the movie goes into montage mode. The shot style changes. Upbeat music starts. Kevin has three waffles, and we move on. <laughs> yeah. Oh... <laughs> What? What in the name? Because of Rudolph's prolapse rectum. I'll tell you why. Is that? Because it's already been established that his mum is an absolute dick. So all he's getting for breakfast is a single piece of muesli. Three waffles is he's, heaven. He's, I love, love the fact he's so happy with those three waffles and syrup. He does a little dance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think exactly. The shot style dance. changes. He does a little dance. The music goes upbeat. It should be a montage he's, of him having everything. It's not even him in the kitchen just rummaging through stuff. He's in bed. Yeah, yeah. He's because... sitting down while she's staring at him, and the camera's going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." The joke yeah. was there. The scene was there. There's precedent. The other movies do it. Yeah, they and have I, the I can one hundred percent guarantee. That the director was just okay, kid. You're having a great time, great time. And all the all the kid could do with his limited acting skills is just jerk his arms about like a muppet. <laughs> <laughs> muppet is in an idiot, or muppet as in a muppet. Yes. Both. Right. <laughs> Glad I cleared that. Part He's up. not a child anymore. We can say this. And I'll start to point out the butler has clearly never made a milkshake. What? Because he just puts like five scoops of ice cream into yeah. a cup and blends it. <laughs> yeah. That's not like it, it was. It's a small thing that matters to no one, but it really bothered me. Just like you gonna put milk for that, mate? But yeah, he probably no? hasn't ever made a milkshake. He's got a stick up his ass. Like, like I guess, but also if you <sighs> you want to talk about how great the writing is in this film? No, no I don't. But thirty-one okay. minutes, I call the end. Let's so <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Twenty minutes and forty-six seconds. I, I I know where the movie's budget went. <laughs> Ice cream, yes. Because they licensed I Feel Good by James Brown. Yes. I mean, they could have got the iconic John Williams theme or some classic Christmas tunes. No. You know, Barry, ba Barry, take your headphones out. We're trying to have a pitch meeting about Home Alone 4. What, what are you even listening to? Uh, James Brown. I listen to James Brown. Oh, I feel good. <laughs> Barry. You're a fucking genius. <laughs> this is the best thing we've done ever since we cloned me. <laughs> and we all sat me around a table and we all sounded like. Barry 1, <laughs> thank you for coming. You're very welcome, Barry 2. Barry 3, good to see you. You're very welcome, Barry 2. Where's Barry 4? He's in the corner, listening to James Brown. Barry 4, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what turned happened. into that talking dog when he has a, what doing? <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. Uh, 22 minutes. You were sent to comedy. It was, it was a good, it was good oh, attempt. Jesus Christ, thanks for the support, Dan. Fucking hell, what a welcoming and warm feeling I have at Christmas time. Merry I, Christmas, I did a festive you... chuckle. Thank you, Ashley. Merry Christmas, 22 you filthy minutes. animals. Uh, 22 minutes. I've got what I think is a really mean and nasty thing to say about French Stewart. Do it. I think the man is the David Spade of TV. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, which I feel like is a really horrible, nasty insult, a horrible, nasty thing to say. The well, box be art... better. The box art yeah. for Home Loan 4 has French Stewart, Missy what's her name, with... With photoshopped grins. Mm. They're peering behind a door 
and they've got like Joker style grins photoshopped onto their face. And oh yeah, there they are. Sorry, on the back of my uh, my DVD collection, it has just cropped faces of them, and it's just the kids screaming. A la the uh, the pose from yes. one. Yeah. It's just, just a really intense close up of his face. <laughs> it's a bit much. Oh no, wait! I got them confused. Four was the worst one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, by a country mile. It, the like, worst child, I mean. The worst movie as well. By a country mile. 26 minutes. I've just made myself laugh with my own notes because I've written Kevin, brackets, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's first big assault at 26 minutes, first big assault on Marv, is to spray him with a shower. Mm. So Marv and his house. wife, they're... Uh, they're slipping all over the place and the bath is overflowing. The room fills with water. They're drowning because the room's filling up with water. And Kevin managed to leave the bathroom somehow. Oh, yeah. He shut him in there. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, we need to quickly mention the, the he house There's a techno house. Oh, yes, it's well. a techno house, yes. Which has so mm-hmm. many problems. Mm-hmm. That I... It's a techno house. <laughs> <laughs> it breaks its own rules. The writing was so fucking poor. Door it, open, fire on. It, it, yeah, it, it tells you, hey, to open this door, you just say door open. But then other people just fucking push the door and it fucking opens. Yep. Well, <laughs> Hate it. What if your remote runs out of batteries? You need to have another way to open the door. Apparently they've all got a fucking remote. They can just give them out to robbers. Yeah. The thing is, what I love is how fucking redundant it is to ask to open a door when the handle's right there. They they stand next to the door and go, door open. Yeah, even when it's a push, you you extend more energy by lifting your arm with the Mm -hmm. controller to your mouth and Mm -hmm. saying door open, then dropping your arm and then walking through the door when you could just push the door with your shoulder. And they're not even even turning around going open bedroom door or open Kevin's door. No, obviously it's it's not said, but obviously you have to be directly underneath the set. It's just, well, it's convenient for you. You do break your stride as well because you have to be directly under the door sensor. Stop. Yep. Open door. Didn't see any sensors. Wait for the door weird. to open. Yeah. They were very well integrated. And then you carry on. You know, I don't want to touch that handle whatsoever. <laughs> I'm going to waste more time. Why the fuck are there handles? I don't know. Why the fuck is the door to the cellar a normal key door? So the butler has something to polish. <laughs> <laughs> what well, the worst and biggest offender of this fucking techno house is the revolving bookcase that uh, that is yeah. a bar. And he says, "Open sesame," and mm-hmm. he says. Revolve sesame. Yep. And spin sesame faster. No, at that no, point no, no, he's no. reprogrammed the remote, it, though. It, yeah, it showed him doing that. Did he reprogram? Oh, I that didn't know you could. Re- w- that is the one piece of setup and payoff we get in the movie. <laughs> I didn't realise you could increase the speed of something that's been set. Yeah, if you'd like crank up the camera, yeah. <laughs> you, you put your you put your rushes into Avid and you speed it up by three hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go faster. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you do it. Movie magic. Oh, I want to. Oh, fuck it, I'm going to say it now. Why did they not just step off? That's not a trap. Also, That's a fuck, just step off. Yeah, they're, it's an escalator. What? On yeah. a revolving it's an escalator bar, on one fucking plane. When it's going slow, yeah, you just step just right fucking, off, mate. Just, so they're on a get they're, off. They're on a revolving bar. This, I mean, this is the very final trap of the film. <laughs> well, we, yeah, no, we, I'm, we're I'm on it now. This out now. The perpetual motion of the bar as it keeps on spinning keeps them there, but when it stops. The two robbers get flung across the room. All the drinks on the bar cabinet stay exactly where they are. Yeah, I can tell you what it is. That's industrial strength glue, mate. Wonderful. Gorilla glue. Doesn't move anything. Because Natalie's an alcoholic. To... Oh, we got a spun. Yeah. we got a spun. Yeah. Got... Monkey glue. 
Natalie's <laughs> an alcoholic, glue, so you all the get it right. Pre- Prescott's glued all the bottles down so that she can't drink them. 27 minutes and 50 seconds after Kevin has flooded the bathroom and they go bumping down the stairs when the door bursts open. And they don't immediately get up and kill him. Yes. And just like, oh, we're going to go now. Mm-hmm. Fucking strangle the child that's ruined your life for fucking 20 years right now. Kevin is stood, kill him. stood in front of him. He's like, hello, Marv. And, he's, and then Marv's like, Kevin, Vera, Vera, Kevin. How <laughs> does... Marv know Kevin's name because as I recall in one and two they're never formally introduced. No, they're not. They don't know his Scratch name. that because I've just answered my own question. I've I'm a fucking idiot. The oh yeah, of course, because of plot. No the bird lady at the end of Home Alone Two, she's like, Kevin, oh, yeah. run and she throws bird seeds on them. Oh yeah. But still N- Never mind. Don't test my home alone knowledge knowledge, I will school you. But still, Carry on. kill him. Yes. Right now. Kill him. Right now, kill him. <laughs> right, ho- no one whole... knows you're there. Kill him. Yeah. The entire half of Homeland 2 is Harry and Marv talking about how they don't care about if they're going to go back to prison. Don't care if they're going to get the chair. They're going to kill that kid. Yep. Yeah. Just... He's right. He's not running away. He's standing by the door, refusing to move. He's so smarmy and smug. Fucking don't walk away, you prick. Kill him. I know I'm advocating for the murder of a child in a film, but still, the fact that nothing happens... I think this child is okay. (laughs) At 20 minutes, nothing happens. A room gets flooded, Mm -hmm. and then they fuck off, and that's the scene. Mm -hmm. Bullshit. Ashley, you had something at 30 minutes, gone. (sighs) Oh, Molly did it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was my note <laughs> yeah yeah because it's oh don't worry he's not an inside man it's fucking me <laughs> yeah, suddenly the, she's Irish but... the movie is predictable in its predictability it's... So, uh, I don't have a note for, until 43 minutes have we got anything else before that I'm on 46 well, I, I oh have... 37 37 I've, I do I've got notes before then Okay. Trust me. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I clock it at the same time as you, Ash. I'm 30, 34 minutes. They're setting up the butler so hard to be the, the, bad, the bad guy. It's going to mm-hmm. turn out to be the sweet, because that's, kindly maid. That's the one thing in Home Alone they got right, that the scary person at the beginning becomes the friend at the end. But it's the movie is so obvious about it. The, the obviousness of the movie is so obvious that it's 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 so over obvious in its obviousness but that it's what, so... and, and and pigeon lady wasn't uh, that's a twist though pigeon lady was never a threat though she just seemed kind of scary well so so did the man in in one he was just yeah. shoveling his his lawn it was but... perspective it wasn't that he was they were being dickheads it's just perspective it's just because kevin didn't know him he felt a little bit intimidated. Oh, Home you're saying because the butler was an active dick. Because the right, butler okay, was an yeah, active yeah. dickhead to him. It's like, well, it has to be him because he's a dickhead to me. Yeah. If that's the case, then your mother's the criminal. In Home Alone 1, like the scary dude next door, there are the neighbourhood stories about him. The children are hmm. like, oh, he killed his daughter and whatnot. In this movie, there is, there is nothing to make the audience suspect that it's the maid because they're setting up the butler so hard, yet because the movie is so predictable and so obvious, you know that it's going to be the maid at the end. Yeah. That's how bad it is. In spite of nothing pointing towards her, you you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Because the only thing you know is that someone with access to the remotes gave it to Marv. Yeah. So, and when you immediately go, well, they're trying too hard to push the butler, who else could it be? Yeah. 35 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the worst shot in the movie, okay? Kevin and the maid, they're walking, walking along the hall and talking about how creepy the butler is or some shit. Yeah. I, I'm not listening because all, all I can see is that in the top two corners of the frame mm. is the fucking camera lens hood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, the movie is so cheap and so poorly made that it doesn't even attempt to hide the fucking ring on the lens hood. I, I, I took a picture. I'm going to show you guys. Go on then, because I don't remember. Because I was, I was honestly like, wow, what this, this fucking film... Yeah, but film. We, we can just... Style it out, call it an aperture or something. Look at the, look at okay. the top, top two corners. Oh, wow. Yeah, you really can see top that. Top two corners. That is that is the ring of the camera lens hood. That's impressive. And that is not the only time that it happens in the movie. <laughs> oh, wow. This really is Lewis's phone. I have it now. I'm gonna, I'll put the picture on Twitter for everybody to see. It's almost like barely any money went into this film. But now, you see, all they had to do to mask that master master lens hood was they could have zoomed the camera in slightly which would have cut those out um mm-hmm. so they, you know, they could have zoomed the camera in on the day why was nobody watching the monitors that day you could have punched the, them. you could have no oh, well, that might be it you could have uh, you could have punched in on the picture during the editing you'd lose some fidelity but you know the, the movie looks like shit anyway so what would it matter uh why 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 did nobody spot this why? Where was the fucking? Where were the edit assistants during quality control watch through? Because who let this were. happen? Because who multiple gives times a fuck in the movie about Home Alone four? It's if they weren't willing the to television. watch Home Alone one, two, and three to get their story right, they're not going to watch four. The only the only reason I can think that it would happen is because they they released they were going to release it four by three. It was it's made for TV movie. Maybe they shot it for four by three, and then it was later released at sixteen nine. But then in two thousand two widescreen TVs were prevalent. It was going to a, you know would have had a DVD release eventually, which were all widescreen. What the fuck were they playing at? Mm-hmm. Someone didn't do their job properly. Thirty six minutes. Me I drink nog. The lens hoods are back at thirty six minutes. They're there. Fucking. Ugh. <laughs> do your job properly here's the, no here's the thing right they couldn't have shot it for four by three because there are moments in the movie where action happens at the side of the frame yep <laughs> yeah so it is just a fucking mistake and i've talked myself out of what would have been a logical explanation but no fuck this movie and fuck everyone associated with it i don't like technical mistakes <laughs> really i couldn't tell i couldn't tell at all 37 minutes. Yeah. That's not how you fucking decorate a tree. (laughs) (laughs) Jumping up and down, chucking tinsel. Yeah, no, the thing is, they throw the same bit of tinsel at that tree four times. Yeah, there's a reason why it keeps falling off. (laughs) It's like, oh, decoration, I'll go put it back up. It's like, okay, now we'll just use that shot four different times from the four different cameras we have set up around the room, and we're done. All right, everyone knock off for lunch. I'm going to go have a wank. (laughs) I like the idea of taking... You have a lunch wank? Who doesn't have a lunch wank? Is this traditional? Yeah, if you you don't have an appetite, but you've got an hour that you have to allocate for lunch, give yourself an appetite. Fair fair enough. I won't argue it. It sounds like a brilliant idea. Sound logic. It's it's the male equivalent of loose women. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) With Matthew Wright. (laughs) 
Um, Welcome, wankers, to lunch wank. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sunday lunch wank. <laughs> oh, this brilliant new band you guys might like. They're called the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> also at 37 minutes, uh, the dad suggests they trim the tree, which is a uniquely American tradition, as I understand it, based solely on only ever hearing it in American Christmas movies. Isn't it just their word for decorating? Well, that's well, that's what I thought, because he says, let's go trim the tree, and the scene that follows is them decorating the tree, and I get confused, mm. because I thought maybe trimming is just a colloquialism for decorating, like you know, like Christmas dinner with all the trimmings and whatnot. It's, it doesn't yeah, mean... Decorate is three syllables. In America, you can't have three syllables, uh... so trim. I've done the research. Okay. This is a, this is a t-shirt that we're going to make. I've done the research. <laughs> uh, trimming the tree in America is exactly what it sounds. You cut the branches off and you shape the tree. Right. Didn't happen. Hmm. It didn't. It doesn't happen in this movie. No, they go and decorate the tree. But American listeners, I I implore you, get in touch. Tell us, tell us why. I'm guessing it's to get the perfect sort of point shape. Is my assumption anyway. I don't but, know though. But why? Because it's it's a, it's a tree. It's a it's a spruce. It is already a point. Why does it need to be absolutely perfectly uh, a perfect cone? Why? Huh? I'll tell you why. Huh? I know why. Go. To make it presentable. I've written hold for rapturous applause here. I, I don't get it. Presentable. To make the Christmas tree... Oh, because you put it on a table. Pres- present. Table. Presentable. The, the word is presentable, if that's what you're looking for. I yeah, know, but, but he's what, stressing. But he's what stressing I'm table. doing, I'm stressing the present Why part are you of present. I don't get that. Because it's, it's a pun. Because it's a current table, it's not a past table. No, it's nothing to do with tables. Why are you saying... Well, unless you put your tree on, on the table and then... Because of the presents that go under the, the tree. The table. Yeah. The Christmas... Tree the that goes on the, the table. And it makes it presentable to the we, eye. Yeah, but like, if I want, if you, I want the to reason you trim the tree please. is to make it presentable. What I'm doing is emphasizing the present in pun in, in, in presentable because because of the presents you put under the tree and then. Okay. Uh, what whatever this is. I mean, too, I have written hold for rapturous applause this. here. I mean, like, can we just? How are you spelling that? Present. T-A-B-L-E. No, no, no. It's not present table. Because that's, that's more associated with like a birthday party, isn't it? And this is, this is a Christmas movie. What if your birthday's at Christmas? What if you're Jesus? <laughs> then your birthday's on Easter. <laughs> Get your pagan shit out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am 40 minutes into this one hour and 24 right. minutes movie and I can't help but wonder when will he be left home alone? So at 43 minutes, 17, <laughs> he's already been left. Right? Oh no. He doesn't uh, get left home alone. No, there's a he butler doesn't. in his own little room that just uh, has a wank. In 43 minutes and 17 seconds, I pause the movie because I go, I'm fucking, I've been at this for 40 minutes and this movie refuses to start. We've got, I've seen no traps, no home alones, no setup, <laughs> fucking nothing has happened for There are zero home alones. And nothing will happen for nearly an hour until the 20 minute mark and near the end where it's like, okay, now the movie starts. Lewis. I've never yeah. had Remember that. who was so smug about, I can watch it all in one go. I know. <laughs> Who's just had a break? Oh, I did. I did watch it all in one go. <laughs> I watched it all in one go. It's fucking boring. <laughs> 
It's why does this movie refuse to start to the last know. twenty minutes? I don't know because it maybe it was like because it was an ABC TV movie and they have to get the adverts like, in somewhere. Like, like and... they show off the they show off the, the oh this amazing cool plane to fly around that is never used for a trap. Mm-hmm. Neither is his weird chair with a keyboard. That's yeah. not used for a trap. There's no, no trap. No, there's no. Like I don't know if funding a fucking a room is a trap. It is who he used for a trap. It knocked Marv on the head. Oh, no, no, no. Hit him in the head with it. What you're you're confusing trap, trap and assault. It, yeah. <laughs> okay, tra- a trap implies planning and uh, premedication. <laughs> <laughs> ah, call back. Call back to when we weren't recording. Uh, Forty-five minutes in. Uh, Kevin stuffed teddy bear. Literally, and I mean that without hyperbole, (laughs) literally has more backstory than Marv's wife in this movie. (laughs) Kevin's teddy bear is like two full minutes of backstory, even though it goes everywhere with him. He never leaves home without it, except he has in this movie, and we've never heard of it before. Like for nearly three, four days. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 46 minutes. Goes nowhere as well. And not used for a trap. No, not used for no. a trap. So fuck it, I don't care. Hey, you wouldn't risk that. He, he couldn't even sleep without that. It's like it's, two it's full Richie minutes. It's Rich combined with the parent trap, and it's fucking awful. Hmm. At least there's a trap in the parent trap. <laughs> 46 minutes. I've lost track, and I mean this without any hyperbole. <laughs> I've lost track of whether the... the Say things fuck? you should see them written down, eh? <laughs> The fuck is this? The nog is getting to us. It's making words blurry. It's making I, speech slurred. I put so much alcohol in this and so much sugar in this. This is this is mostly sugar and syrup. How much sugar? You don't meant to put a lot of sugar in it. There's, uh, there's about 150 grams of sugar in it. Uh, yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Plus... Um, what, 1.5 litres? Uh, well, we've got... Nog making with We've ash. got 1.3 litres here, yeah. Yeah. So, that's all right. It's it's a lot of sugar actually. <laughs> like I'm not diabetic, but I might be afterwards. The amount of scares you... I've had after just shoving my face full. Of... I mean, it's not Am just I the sugar. There is now? syrup in this as well. Why you put what? Gingerbread syrup in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was of your own accord. And it's about I think there's about 400 mils of bourbon in 1.3 oh. liters. But you can't taste it. It's yummy, isn't it? Oh, I can taste I it. I can taste it. Bourbon's I know nice. it's there. Well, I can't taste it. I've lost track of whether the magical door things are actually worth anything in this film. There's any reason for having them, because I then follow this up straight away, 49.30. The door closes without a voice and shuts firm enough for a grappling hook to hold against it, despite it pulling in the direction that we've seen the door move. So yeah, grappling, grappling hook underneath yeah. the door. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, I forgot about this one. Pulls it inwards and the, the door opens inwards. Yeah. But it wasn't shut mechanically or whatever. It was just pushed shut. And apparently now that makes it super strong against grappling hooks. So <laughs> oh, yeah, when the film can't no pay rules. attention to its own fucking rules that it set out half an hour ago, what's the point? Oh, we also missed the part where Marv and his wife break into a fancy party they have and they come in just wearing the waiter jackets and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Which I did get a slight chuckle out of and I realised, oh wait, this movie's awful. You got a chuckle out of that? I got, I was like disappointed. This is how they do it. 
This is the break-in is not breaking in. No, they just walk in. Yep. 55 minutes after the party, right? It's 53 mm. minutes. Oh, go on, Ash, go on. A trap. No, there isn't. In the kitchen. There's no traps. In the kitchen. Say door closed and someone says door open and it hits them in the face. It's not a trap. It's, it's, it counts as a trap because it's stuff connected with bits of string. Oh, you're talking about the pan. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So uh. two two pans. All right, no, I will give him this. This is a trap. Two pans full of some sort of dessert, but it literally looks like yellow and brown paint. Mm-hmm. Like one pan of yellow paint and one pan of brown paint. Bronze seal one coat, yeah. Wait, now I'm confused because I thought we were talking about the pan that he hangs from the ceiling. No, at the party no, that's there's these, these two bowls of but something. They look like paint cans. Okay. They've they got that, but um, they're obviously meant to be some sort of dessert. But Ron Sewell ones, one coat, yes. Is yeah. it the food from Hook? You You're wish. doing it, Peter. <laughs> you wish it was the food. You're from imagining. Hook. You're imagining food because you're so starved and malnourished. Yeah, but basically, so the two crooks come one after each other into the kitchen, flip a cord or whatever, and a pan of shit goes on one of their heads, and then the other one goes, ooh, what happens? And then went after them, and another pan of shit went on the head. And then it was all blamed on Kevin, despite the fact that these two people who don't want... I know what happens because he goes into the kitchen, spots them, and then that, and then they get sauce on them, and then he runs into oh, they the run party, into, yeah, and he basically rugby tackles every motherfucker he can, ah. just fucking gut checking them all the way down, and then dives under the table. Yes, I remember Kevin wrecking the party. Yes, and well, yeah, no, this is blamed on Kevin, despite yeah. the fact that the one rugby che- rugby tackling everyone was Marv. Mm. <laughs> I know Kevin does it as well. Considering that he's only hitting them about sort of thigh high. <laughs> not height. Not height. <laughs> they're fucking flying left and right. It's like the Hulk bust through the room. 55 minutes after he ruins the party, the being the little shit that he is ruining a Christmas party, uh, he's on the phone to his mum. And his dress shirt that he was wearing for the party, the blue dress shirt, uh, strobes. Does it? <laughs> yeah. It's called the... Um, the moire, moire effect, I believe. Um, you'll often see it in documentaries where the subjects on camera pick their own clothes. Yeah. But in a movie with a costume department where everyone would know that you do not put your actors in fine stripes on camera. It's rule number one. You'd have a camera test to make sure that their clothes don't strobe. How the fuck does this keep happening in the shit movie? Why, why, where, where, you, where you can rate to television. You, you can negate it with, with yeah. focusing, can't the you? The only thing... The, no, no. Not, not unless you were to focus on the shirt and have your focus solely on the shirt. If it was a, a waist-up shot, yeah. But, I mean, you want your focus to be in the actor's eyes. Yeah. Which means your shirt would be, well, be in focus, but slightly less... In focus, then their eyes, which cre- creates creates the um, wire effect. Also, on when he's on the phone to his mum, his mum is watching a Christmas film. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, a wonderful, wonderful life. life. Yep. You know what film she should have been fucking watching? Angels with even dirtier faces. The reckoning. Why is there you no continuum? So right. Yeah. yeah. Why is there no continuum? I don't know. 
but why is she watching a movie about a man who tries to kill himself? What is that? What is the subtext of that scene? Why is the Christmas film? The mother film? is crying on her own in her house, home alone, watching a movie about a man killing himself. Is she trying to tell me something? It was at the end where no one had killed himself. <laughs> Who's no one? Oh, have you seen that film? It's got Emma, Emma Thingy in it, and it's got <laughs> Russell Thingy in it, and it's, and it's got these angels made out of dirt. It's fucking awesome. And it's got Ray Winstone in it. He's shit. Oh, you're talking about the bloke who built the ark? <laughs> yep. Noah, Noah, who built the ark? Hello, Noah built the ark. I can turn that into a full start. I can t- <laughs> No. I can, because the no. Bible was fucking huge. I can say there should have been more bits of that film and make you watch Noah. Well, then you need to read Bible 2, where he isn't crucifying around. <laughs> Electric boogaloo. Bible harder. One hour and five. One Wait hour and four. Switch. I've just got I've got the same note I had at uh, 43 minutes at an hour in, which is this movie refuses to start. Yes, because it started. Does, and it fucking drives me insane. Right, so him him and the butler are stuck in the cellar, and the butler goes, hey, I've got a cell phone. This is at an hour and six. <laughs> oh, hour and four, I've got. It's at an hour and six, because at an hour and five, you have the bait and switch, because the maid is helping Marv. Yeah. Oh, my OMG, shock face man. emoji, what a twist. I am the inside man. <laughs> and she's Marv's mum as well, or something. It's yeah. like, I've got a perfect plan. I hung a pan from the ceiling to hit him in the face. Mm-hmm. What else, kid? Nothing. Yeah. That Get in it. the cellar. <laughs> One hour and six, we're in the basement. They've got a phone. Got a phone. I imagine you, we have the same note. Most probably. Call the fucking police. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> fucking call the police. <laughs> yeah, but what he does. Call the fucking police. <laughs> what he does is he gets the phone out and he goes, here you go, kid. You use yeah. it. And then the kid calls his fucking house. It's call my mother. No, call the... Buzz picks up and, and says, fuck off, Kevin. Die in a fuck hole. And then hangs up on him. It's called a glory hole. <laughs> and then the kid decides, okay, I'll try again. Calls him again. He says the same thing, hangs up on him, and then and then just pushes the phone away and says, nah, we'll try later. Yeah. And then, <laughs> 30 seconds later is long enough. But And then the, the adult in the room should have gone, why the fuck did you call that kid? 911, do it now. Fucking... Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2, Home Alone 3. He calls the fucking cops. He calls the cops because he knows he can't keep doing this forever. So call the cops. I'll keep stalling them until they turn up. Maybe because this Macaulay Culkin is related to the kid from the third film in this parallel universe. And the kid in the third film told him about how shit the cops were. So he called the cops up two or three times. And they this, did nothing. This is meant to be Kevin McAllister. Yeah. It's not his first rodeo. Not his first rodeo. It's his oh third rodeo, and yet somehow and no how? one suspects him of orchestrating or, I, these. Or his, honestly, or his second of three honestly, rodeos. Or that. Or Can his you... second rodeo cancelling out his other rodeo. Am I, am I supposed <laughs> to believe that after three phone calls, it's three times, and the third time he gets through to his mother? Mm-hmm. On the third time, it's like, our phone's dead now. <laughs> yeah. Three calls. Yeah. At ten seconds each, the phone's dead. <laughs> Fuck this film. Yeah. And there's no other way out. Oh, except for that way out as well, while we're at it. Home Alone. <laughs> 
so angry at this film. But they they kind of say it themselves. It's like, oh, it'd have to be a fucking dumb idea to get us out. <gasps> dumb! <laughs> <laughs> it made me so angry. <laughs> Home Alone, right? The movies are famous for their traps, right? We can all we all agree yeah. that when you think of Home Alone, you think about traps and whatnot. At one hour and twelve, with twelve minutes to go, we have seen two traps: the bath that doesn't count, and a pot on a string that counts. I don't think, yeah, the bath. I don't think he meant for the faucet to come undone. It was meant to be just the shower knocks them back, and they fall. They fell into the the tap in the bath. And it fell off, and then Thank suddenly you for flooded the roof. Faucet and a tap. For, 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 our, for our intercontinental for listeners, listeners yeah. we all know what we're talking about now. For our intercontinental listeners, sitting there with your your cheese and your croissants and your belt. <laughs> <laughs> My continental breakfast always comes with a belt. Nine minutes to go. Mm. We have three traps. We've done three traps now. The movie uh, starts. The pan gets used. Yeah, the pan gets used. I don't remember what the does an what amazing one eighty in the was. air. Like it hits one guy, does an amazing one eighty in the pendulum swing and comes back. Yeah, which I was impressed by because that's not how physics works. But whatever. You'll notice from this point in, my time codes are now a countdown to when the movie ends. <laughs> At six minutes to go, the villains in this movie show no wear or tear. No, even even the, the, like the mm. third film. Got that right, you know. In the in, in the first ones, you get the feathers get stuck on, you get scorch right. marks, you get bald spot spots. That makes the slapstick funny. The ramifications. The fifth film gets this right, and we'll, we'll get to we'll, that in a, yeah, a bit. In a bit, but mm. oh. five minutes left. Mm. The maid uh, grabs Kevin and has a frying pan above his head, and she was gonna fucking brain him. Proper. She was gonna brain the fucker. Yeah. Which is what Marv should have done an oh, hour yeah. ago. And that's she, why she's the boss. Yeah, I can fully understand why she was going to brain him as well. <laughs> like, mm. right, he could have done this an hour ago yeah. when Marv first got out of the sink because nothing is stopping him going, right, to the kitchen with you, stab. Yep. Because the guy was asleep. I know. Was asleep. Oh, and she gets trapped in an elevator at some point because the house had an elevator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just has an elevator. Yeah, it does. Why? I don't know. Why? We hadn't seen that elevator before. No, the elevator had not come up before that moment. They just needed they no they just know that they needed to get the mother out of the action for a set a period of time. Yeah, because when they set up that trap of him connecting it to the motor, I was like, I don't know. I what remember this is. what the third trap was. Kevin's fake legs under the bed and oh, it's the pulls bear. them out and a bookcase falls no, on him or it, something. The bear. Oh, it was a different bear, wasn't it? I don't fucking know. A bookcase falls on him, that's a trap. That was the third trap. Oh. We have we've had three traps in this Home Alone oh. movie, and that is all we get. And by the way, what 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 were the uh, the criminals' intentions? To steal the prince, kidnap the <laughs> crown prince of it's never said. Yeah, but it's some bloke with a weird alien accent. Can we go to Ridley Field and the aquarium? Do you have any kids? Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is my note at three minutes left. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck is that voice yeah. from the prince? I fucking have that exact note as well. Hello, but humans. Can moment, we not? Let's, no, I don't. Let's not do impressions. Can we just put an audio clip of mm. all of his lines? Because he's only got like two. He's got two. I'll do it. That's fine. But you see what I mean? It took you a moment to go. Wait, what is the plot of this film? <laughs> 
I think I I nearly forgave the movie when the prince talked. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking nonsense. Oh, uh, two minutes left to go. Why does everybody hate the rich lady now? I mean, she's been a bit self-important, but she, she got she, a bit manic. She, she you can't really... have a manic woman in a film. Oh. To be fair, women just shouldn't be allowed in the workplace because of their manicness. <laughs> oh, fucking! Oh my god, mate! Oh. But she really gets attacked by everyone here. Yeah, it comes here and it's like, yeah, actually, I still love my wife and you're a heartless bitch. So. He basically yeah. said, Bye. I saw you as a bit of a fuck toy. I'm going back to my wife now. <laughs> I've had my fun and you weren't that fun to begin with, love. Yeah. And Prescott's like, ah, life's too short. <laughs> Music on. No fall. <laughs> hey. Why? <laughs> I'm going on the dole. <laughs> and leaves her. He's like, oh, she's lost everything. Poor woman. <sighs> Holy shit, that ended, man. <laughs> Didn't lose her money. Fuck she you. can just get more butlers. Like, I think it's the, maybe, maybe the final line of the movie. Kevin looks at the camera, holds up the remote. And he's like, snow on. Oh, yeah. Oh. And oh. They, the movie oh. couldn't even afford a snow machine. Oh, it is awful CGI snow and it just makes their elation the elation and happiness that they all exude because it started snowing it just makes all of that seem sarcastic because it looks so shit I've never wanted to strangle an actor before in my life he looks straight into the camera straight into your soul <laughs> he looks at me he like, looks at you oh, specifically gonna, gonna Dan is like I'm gonna fuck you off Dan right now as a creature with no soul he craves yours <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was dead inside but that little fire in me oh and that is the end of Home Alone 4 not once is he left Home Alone not fucking once. I, <laughs> it's awful. And if you want to see how awful it is, fucking go and watch it. It's it's such a piece of shit. Yeah, it is really, really, really bad. And I know, right? Do do we have anything to add before I move on to move on to another a, a little bit that I've got? I nope. will use this to torture people in the future. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Okay, this being a special episode, we're doing franchise enders. We're covering Home Alone 4 and 5. You know, we'd usually cover movies that were meant to spawn a franchise and didn't. Turns out Home Alone 4 is in a way a false start. Uh, because in spite of there being Home Alone 5, Home Alone 4 was supposed to be the pilot of sorts for a Home Alone TV series. Really? Yes. Well, this killed that stone dead. Why would they do a film and not a TV pilot? I, I don't know. No wonder it was a fucking shoestring budget. They were doing it for TV. Yeah. It turns out the reason that everybody turns on Natalie so quickly in the end is because Kevin's mum and dad were supposed to stay divorced. And I assume that's I assume that's in order to get them back together over the course of the TV series, however many episodes it would have been. Yeah. But during production on the movie, Home Alone decided to, uh, ABC's decided to pull the plug on the Home Alone TV series, 
Hence that odd turn at the end where everybody turns really nasty on Natalie and the mum and dad get back together like that. But this TV series sounds crazy fucking bonkers. Super crazy fucking bonkers, right? Let me, I'm going to bullet point it to you, what I could find out about it, okay? Go on. So Home Alone 4 happens. Kevin's mum and dad stay split up. Okay, Kevin's dad stays with Natalie. His mum starts dating a police officer who turns out to be Marv's good-natured brother. <laughs> right. Mm. Uh, Mr. Prescott, Mr. Life's Too Short to Be a Butler, becomes Kevin's butler. Of course. <laughs> Episode one would have seen Marv and Vera return and try and rob Kevin's house to fulfil the aim he had in the first movie with Harry. Mm-hmm. New children and bad guys would have been introduced over the course of the series. And the kids would have... <sighs> Fucking hell, this is ridiculous. The kids would have made their own neighbourhood. Huh. All, all the so children... they could trap the neighbourhood. All the children from... The... A course of the series, like fucking Lord of the Flies hovering over a shit pile, they would have made their own neighbourhood and filled it with traps to catch all of the bad guys from the series. It... Okay. Doesn't that just sound fucking ludicrous? That sounds impossible. That sounds literally impossible to, to make that premise work. Kevin has a butler... Marv has a secret brother who's a policeman. <clears throat> who's never arrested his own brother. The children become an independent province. Like, <laughs> that's the thing that gets me the most. Because the other shit I could buy, but the... Are you telling me liter they literally put up brick and mortar buildings? The, from what I stuff. could find, what I found, they build a neighbourhood. Welcome to, criminal, to the kingdom criminals. of Homolonistan. <laughs> I just, like, no. Like, for a start off, this... The this movie, this this premise, this style, you cannot put that into a series. It would have been all the same cast as well, so we would, we would yeah. have we would have had more Kevin McAllister, this kid. No, thank you, no. But uh, like Thanks, the premise ABC. of the movie is thank you impossible. Like it's, it's impossible to turn that into a series because it basically means that nothing happens except for the last two episodes. Yeah, like you. Because that's the setup of the movie. The setup is he's home alone, he's dicking about a bit, and then he defends his his abode. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it was there'd be Kevin in the first episode, and then we'd have new children every other episode with new bad guys. For some reason, they all live in the same neighbourhood. Flash quit. And the, the, the final epi two episodes is them... And their big neighbourhood. It sounds fucking ludicrous. I'm Flash glad quiz. it didn't happen. What's the name of the kid in three? Finn. No, that's five. No. Three. Who knows or cares? Oh. Uh, uh, toy car boy. Yeah. Uh, give me D? No. Daryl. Daryl. Duncan. <laughs> I told you it wasn't D. Does it begin okay. with A? Duncan. Uh, it begins with A. Oh, right. Alex. Bang on the money, it's Alex. There you go. I'm, I'm impressed, you've got Finn as well for the fifth. I was about to quiz you on that as well. Yeah, no, much. I knew the fifth one. So, I mean, that that was Home Alone 4. That was the cancelled TV series. Uh, we know our thoughts on the movie. Do you want to know what the internet at large think of this movie? I bet they loved it, mate. Surprisingly not, no. 
<laughs> no, 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 the IMDb titles, they all, the reviews, they all have titles like, uh, what the heck is this crap? Worse than Home Alone 3, the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, but there's one. Oh, I've seen worse movies. This is just fucking awful. Though. There's, there's this. Six out of ten. Not bad. <laughs> Better than five. Not bad of a movie. But just that the acting was quite awful. <laughs> quite awful. But the movie didn't sound that terrible at all. Could have been better, though. Home well, so because of the audio quality? I don't know. <laughs> There's very little punctuation. Home Alone 3 was better, but the fourth one is still okay. Could have used some better lines in the script. <laughs> so, so voice acting. So the acting is bad. The script is bad. Could have used some better lines in the script so I don't have to write such a least fuss on it, but okay. <laughs> Not the best Christmas movie. To me, Eloise at Christmas time is still my favourite reality of Christmas movie. Never heard of it. Eloise is so sweet on these films. Actually, Sophia, she was nice. <laughs> Talking about another film. <laughs> but whoever acted in this appalling movie needed more practice. That's all. But the overall to this is not bad. Okay. Great C. <laughs> so this is on the IMDb page. Yes, you can find it there. And so this person... I don't know what Eloise or Sophia are This person doing. has said, whoever acted in this film, not great. Could just look up on the page and see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that you went, it's all right, except for the acting, <laughs> the script, <laughs> the scenes. But I could hear it. But I could hear it. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good thing. Oh, dear. That was Home Alone 4. Not only one of the worst Christmas movies ever made, but genuinely one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like, Do we have any final thoughts before the break? That's awful, even for a TV movie. Yeah. It like, was, it was shockingly bad. You've got to be bad for a bad TV movie. Tell you what, to, to leave you begging for more after the break, I'll say this was a bad film, but it didn't bore me anywhere near as much as five. <gasps> oh, so we're reviewing two movies. We've got two podwives. We're, we're Polly, Polly podwives. Uh, we're a polyamorous podcast, uh, so... And I told her I wasn't allowed to be polyamorous. Yeah, I know I slurred the word. I, 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 polyamorous. I, just, I, just I have hang. many llamas. I just wanted to hang and let the slurred word live in the air for <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. Just fucking tell me the pod wife and I'll go and treat more booze. Uh, anyway, our first pod wife for this episode is Whispered True Stories. Deck de Halls. Hello, everyone. This is Kit Karen. You might know me as the co-host of the Forgotten News Podcast. And yes, I am whispering. But I am not whispering because I am hiding from someone or on the run. <laughs> the reason why I am whispering is because I want to tell you a secret. Only a few people know so far. And this is the secret. I am the host of a new podcast which will tell stories of true crime, weird disappearances, strange mysteries, wild adventures, spooky things, funny things, and also stories that listeners ask me to tell. But 
Welcome back, you filthy animals. That was Whispered True Stories podcast, and we have got a sponsor. It's Is a... it monkey glue? No. It's gorilla glue. The no. only glue you'll ever need. Glue your nuts together. Gorilla glue. It's not that, and it's not female chimp either. Uh, this Which is... gave you a sponsor. The only one I'm ever going to give you. No, this is a serious sponsor. As if all the other ones weren't. This they give is... them the sponsor of a real product. This is what we get. This this is a serious oh, sponsor. Like, like, I ain't joining them with this Guys, joke anymore. It's a charity sponsor. Okay? <sighs> Jesus. Let's get serious for a minute. What? Christmas time? We're taking the money of a charity? No, we're sp- the charity sponsored us. Giving us money? And we've given the money back to them. <laughs> <laughs> serious. Be serious for fuck's sake. It's nearly Christmas time, okay? And while, while Santa gets most of the praise and makes... What he does look easy <laughs> with his magic. Christmas Eve, Santa searches for prey. We we forget that he is the CEO, overseeing a huge multinational company. And at Christmas time, it's crunch time. Okay, for the elves, and you know throughout December, elves are often found to work overtime for little or no extra pay. Some sleep at the office and see very little of their families, just so that you, dear listeners, can get your presents on time. Studies show that three in five elves are clinically depressed. So this year, send send Santa a letter, yes, but don't forget about his helpers, okay? Send them a gift too. We're sponsored by Elf Help Books. Home Alone 5. Let's get into it right away. No time to dwell. Ten years after Home Alone 4, ABC. You know, um, I think he meant for us to laugh there. No, he didn't. I know Uh, you wouldn't. (laughs) What if Sean stole money from a charity relief event? Who? For himself. What? Anyway. What what did you just say? Start again. What? Okay, right, guys, we've got a sponsor. Is that where you want me to start from? No. Who's our sponsor? Is it Monkey Glue? No, for fuck's sake, let's just move on. Home Alone 5. (laughs) Home Alone? Right Uh, away. uh, Home Alone the Holiday Heist. Dan. Hmm? 
do not lecture me on how to host. I will fucking get pronounce there. the title properly. I will get there. Ten get years there faster. Ten years after Home Alone for I'm gonna. Ten years after Home Alone 4, ABC decided to try again with a Home Alone TV movie, and on November 25th, 2012, they gave us Home Alone The Holiday Heist, or Home Alone 5, originally called Home Alone Colon, Alone in the Dark. I can only assume the original plot had this kid fighting demons or something. I was getting there, Dan. That Thank was, you. That was more fun than I had watching the film. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway... And an Alone in the Dark crossover with Home Alone sounds pretty fun. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't, because that fucking franchise is dead. Yes. Uh, Directed by Peter Hewitt, who directed uh, the Garfield live-action movie. Hewitt. (laughs) 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 Merry Christmas. (laughs) He directed Zoom, which is the Disney superhero high school movie. I don't know if if you've ever seen it. Never heard of it. Do you mean Sky High? No, it was like Sky High. It was, it was very similar. It was Zoom. It was, had Tim Allen in it. Uh, and, oh, and most impressively, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Really? Yeah. Oh, he direct, was, Peter Hewitt directed, by, uh, directed Bill and Ted 2. Oh. So, he, you know, no means an incompetent director. Not for your straight-to-TV Home Alone Was there a Bill and Ted anyway. 3? Sorry? Was there a Bill and Ted 3? There will be soon. Oh, will there? Maybe. Yeah. Fun fact, the uh, the funk metal band Primus is in Bill and Ted 2. That is fun. I've had fun. My uh, favourite band. Really? Yeah. Okay. And that Matt Parker and Trey Stone. They did the credits. They did, uh, Les Claypool did the, was it Primus? One of them two did the opening. Primus are credited for doing it. Yeah. Well, you're, Les Claypool's the lead man of Primus anyway. But yeah, promise. Anyway, I thought your favourite band was Twice. No, it's Yes. That J, that I think they're a K or a J pop band, and I think they're called Twice. I'm not sure. Oh, <laughs> I don't like modern music. Uh, we didn't get this movie until three years later in the UK, uh, in 2015, when it came. Wow. As part of an Amazon exclusive five pack of movies. Right here. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> right. So much anger just trying to pick up a DVD. <laughs> it wasn't worth the effort, but I did it. You did. You did. you own it. I own it. I own this. When did you... Do you remember when you first learned that Home Do you remember how many existed? drugs you were on when you bought this DVD? <laughs> uh, I do remember. Okay. Because I remember it coming up in... Weirdly, in a YouTube video I was watching of all places when someone meant, was talking about Home Alone and mentioned Home Alone 5, and I thought, there's a 5? I thought, oh, well, i got to go digging then because i got to yeah. see this. Ash, do you remember? Where were you when you first learned about Home Alone 5? Uh, watching a JonTron video. Uh, remember JonTron? Yeah. <laughs> the internet doesn't. I first learned about... No, Home Alone 5 at, at, a, at a market. At a market? Yes. Were you splitting them? It was it was Northfield Market where they used to shoot crystal maze. They used to shoot crystal meth. <laughs> <laughs> and it was from one of those unscrupulous DVD salesmen. It would have been around 2012. It would have been like a TV rip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I was, I was very surprised to learn. And you bought it and you went home and you watched it and you loved it. I didn't. No, this was the first time that I have seen 
Home Alone 5. Uh, same, actually. How did you not know that this was just your typical unscrupulous DVD salesman saying that there was a sequel film and putting another film in the sleeve? Which is I mean, a common I would have, ruse. I would have bit, bought yeah. that and watched it anyway just to see what the hell was going on. <laughs> because you would I have had to go into Photoshop and design a poster for Home Alone 5 and get all the assets and build a DVD case for Home Alone 5, print out dozens of copies of it. It just seems like a lot of work like, I feel for like, a DVD that he was flogging for three quid. Yeah. I feel like now is a good time to point out that both Home Alone 4 and 5 are on Sky for you to download and watch. Well, Home Alone 4 is on uh, YouTube, so if you haven't got a Sky... It's it's out there. They're, they're out there. I mean, we're, we're in the modern age. Got the internet. It's they're also there. available from your unscrupulous market men. Yep. Yep. Should we dive right in? Yeah. My first note is, like, throughout this entire movie, the camera is pulled in too tight. It's, like, it's re- it feels... I don't know if it was just necessarily the... Whatever they did for aspect ratio, wherever they if they, it was just fucked up, wherever it was on the DVD, mm. but everything felt like almost like 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 a foot too close to to people. Okay, it's very close to the faces. No, I didn't notice that. You might have been watching it on Zoom too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe the TV's put it on Zoom too without telling me. Yeah, uh, five seconds in, instantly a better movie because it has the Home Alone theme tune. <laughs> and it is, you know the theme tune is kind of sped up. It's kind of remixed, but it's the right notes in the right order. They are there. Yeah, movie is instantly better than yeah. four. Immediately leaves an immediately better impression than four did. And they find it funny they couldn't film to couldn't afford to film in the car. You've just got yeah. a shitty green screen. <laughs> it is a very shitty green screen. But right before we're in that car with the shitty green screen, we get homages to The Shining. Oh, yeah. Like, the opening shot of the movie is the opening shot of The Shining, where the car's driving along the winding mountain road. I thought, okay, it's a confusing start. <laughs> it's a confusing note to start the movie on. Weird place to go. I guess we're getting dark. Uh, the credits start as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, credits and blah, starring blah, blah, and blah, 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 and Malcolm McDowell is in this movie. Yeah. Uh, my one notices, hi, Malcolm McDowell. And Crabman from My Name Is Earl. Crabman's in the <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, Darnell. Yeah. You guys remember My Name Is Earl? Do you remember that show? I remember that show. Should we talk to... about that instead of this movie? No. I can't believe they cancelled My Name Is Earl on the cliffhanger as well. Like he, I think he, the cliffhanger was, I'm going to be bad again, and they cancelled it, and I was like, Oh no! No, there was a couple of series of him being bad. Was there? Oh, yeah. then there, it was a later season. I think he, he, he was, he was in prison. At this point, oh, I don't remember. I might go it's back and watch. Re- back. I'm going to rewatch. My name is Earl. That's what I'm doing now. Fun fact: He's a street skater. Yes, he was. He's really good at it. Yes, he is. He's a science topologist. He is. Sad. Just think, if we had Netflix back then, my name is Earl might have been saved, like Arrested Development, mm. <sighs> like Sabrina. Different times. Okay. Anyway, two minutes forty. <laughs> the realtor is in the house yeah. yes. because it's like oh the spooky house ah, spooky woman hold on you, you said faucet and tap what is a realtor a estate agent oh ok thank you I was confused <laughs> being English so I needed to use <laughs> well, they address her as realtor yes 
They never go, hello, Fawcett, hello, tap. <laughs> <laughs> weird thing to call a woman, but okay. Which, which is weird, because I always greet my taps. <laughs> always get a bit of a cold reception, though. It's probably just an English thing, isn't it? Hey, he's yeah. on form tonight, oh, I thought, I thought you were just going to breeze yeah. over that. It's <laughs> all that eggnog, mate. Um, Very good. I'm, I'm still jet-lagged from Home Alone 4. <laughs> so I just go straight away, I go for it. Two minutes for it. She's going to be a bad... It's <laughs> <laughs> calling it now. Because why the fuck was she in it? We never see her again. You do not need to pay for an act, for an extra to come in and have a line. Com- comedy bit characters. Oh. Yeah. It's like, hi, welcome to your new house. Oh, you're evil. It's like, <laughs> kid. Kid, shut up, man. <laughs> shut it. By kid, you mean Ashley, who thought she was evil. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Eight minutes and 20. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my God, go on. <laughs> Two minutes, 41. Jesus, we still on the realtor. You live in a half faux Tudor, half red brick mansion. Shut the fuck up. It's gorgeous. <laughs> if the, it's, if not, the, it's not, is it? It's a bit. It's a bit. It's wonderful. I, if the location scout was meant to find a creepy shelf. house, then they fucked up. It's a bit off the shelf. If I would kill my family to live in that place. <laughs> oh, no, don't get me wrong. It's, it is, it's lovely. You know, I'd probably kill my family. Anyway. Happen, it's lovely. I'd, I'd happily live there, but it is a bit off the shelf. But you don't complain. Where you go? Oh, oh yeah. we're going to go I'm live sure in our new mansion. But I, d- I don't. We bought carpet yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the furniture gets made this month and delivered in February. Oh, off the shelf says the guy had fucking holes in his ceiling where people fell through. <laughs> <laughs> the one person. Don't over exaggerate. It was yeah. It was one what person who fell multiple through multiple times. times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. How can I make the mistake? <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Um, I like that he just fucking threw the cutlery when they're on when they're unpacking everything, and like said, "Oh, you can help me unpack rather than sit in your room and play games." And then, yeah, because that dumps it all in the thing. It's like, yeah, that's that's the mentality. That's, at, do it, that's at the ninth minute when I I go right. They've gone full one eighty, and from having dick parents in all the other films, these ones are total pushovers. Yes, they are. Yeah. Until later on, where we get another case of manic woman. Let's not. We'll do that later. <laughs> Eight okay, minutes we'll and that. twenty. Uh, this kid, Finn, seems to have trouble telling reality apart from video games, and I yeah. think I think the parents need to take him to see a specialist. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a not a critique on the movie, just advice. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. He does seem a little detached, doesn't he? Yeah, throughout the film. Yeah, you should. I th- I think he needs to talk to someone, a professional, particularly in a later scene, which we'll we'll get to. Nine minutes. For fuck's sake, what is it with secret rooms in these Home Alone TV sequels? <laughs> hey, I'd fuck it. I'd love a secret room. But that secret that secret vault had its own secret room. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Double secret room. Double secret room. <laughs> the uh, best I, kind of secret room. I really, room. really wanted there to be a secret compartment in that secret room behind that secret vault that hid the painting. <laughs> I just want to like just go, secret go rooms la- upon secret rooms. Just it never ends. Go three layers deep. Do it, and hide the real painting <laughs> inside the fake painting. In a, in a separate part of the frame. Eleven minutes and fifty seconds. The movie gets a smile from me. Yes, why? Because I've got the same thing. Eleven fifty on the dot. Is, is it the kid across the street? The yeah. best actor in this film. The best part <laughs> of this film. He's great. He was. I want to say he's seven in this film. 
He must be a Trump supporter. I forget his name. Building that no, wall. no, no, he was nine. He was nine in this film. So Finn is told to go across the street and meet the neighbour kid. He's the weird little kid who loves snow and he's just... for The, the entire he's, movie he's building He's the Bubba Gump of snow. I... <laughs> <laughs> the other kid from, you know... The other kid from across the road t- uh, tells Kevin that his house is haunted after doing his best Bubba Gump impression. <laughs> he says, if your house is haunted, I'd like to come and play with you, but I'm too young to die. And that made me smile. He it said, was he great. He was great. He was brilliant. It he feels like there might have been a second pass at the script here. I like the, I like the wall he's building. Well, I mean, we're early doors, but really at this good. point, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're good. We're my, good at this earlier, point in the movie. My like, Trump supporter joke. I fell on deaf ears, but go for it. Oh, no. building a wall. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Get it. It's an not ice, funny. An ice wall to keep the Canadians out. Exactly. It's not funny, but <laughs> it was a bad joke anyway. I don't remember this in the movie, but sixteen minutes and thirty seconds. Where the hell does he get a taser from? Yeah. I yeah. don't remember there being a taser, but I have a note it's about a, him it's having a, trap. a taser. It's yeah. The first he trap. He sets a trap to catch the spooky ghost, and. Yeah, he gets a taser from somewhere. I don't, I don't recall where he got it, and I watched it yesterday. He gets, a, he has a taser and a tarp and a lot of rope. Who was he planning to kidnap and kill? Moreover, who was, who was planning to kidnap and kill someone? Yeah. What is the trap? The trap Do you remember? is yeah, like so he wants the, to catch a ghost at the end of his bed, like who's like thinks, oh my, my bed's haunted. I've set this up in my bed, and his dad walks in the night to, to check on him, and, and he, trips a rope. He trips a rope, ah. which drops a tarp on him. And he gets tasered. Yes. He drops okay. the tarp and causes the taser to get triggered. Tarp, taser, right. rope. Someone was getting killed. 16 minutes. Trap number one, though. Yes. But I do have a note here saying, to fall for the traps in this movie, you have to have the logic of a child. But that, That's the same with all these films. Yeah, that is Home Alone. I mean, I can... like. There are certain things in Home Alone 1 and 2 you can go, OK, I can understand maybe you didn't spot that. A, the, a spike the on the stairs or something. A spike yeah, on okay. the stairs, yeah. I, c- I can understand that, but being freaked out by a room full of... We'll get there, but of banging lights and, and noises and flashing... <laughs> I believe images. in you! Yeah. I don't believe in ghosts. Oh, a spooky ghost because of lights. Yeah, but uh, like Home Alone 1, they've been for a bunch of traps at this point. Marv pulls the doorknob off, it's on a string, and he keeps pulling the string hmm. and keeps pulling and pulling and pulling until it goes taut. And then he tries pulling it some more and he yanks it really hard and gets staples in the testicle and the bum hole. Yes. Home Alone 2. It's a st- it is a staple of Home Alone movies. Yeah. Home Alone 2. Stupid. They're on the roof where um, Macaulay, Richie Rich, was chucking bricks. <laughs> Kevin yeah. was chucking bricks at him. And so when the, the, the sticky bandits are now on the roof, uh, they go... What sticky bandits? No, no, they're just the sticky bandits. Oh, they're just the sticky bandits. They are just the sticky bandits in two. I apologise. <laughs> um, because instead of turning the taps on in everyone's house, they jizz on their bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when they're on, well, when they're on the... they would be the wet sticky bandits, wouldn't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah, really. when, when on the roof, like, Marv sees that the rope they're about to climb down is attached to two or three bags of cement. Mm-hmm. And then goes, well, that's not going to hold, and then just goes down the rope anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the logic is not sound. And then Kevin tries to kill them both by setting them fire, and then he cuts it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're a little psychopath, Kevin. They're such good movies. I love them so much. <laughs> 2109. 
I feel like any anger Malcolm McDowell shows in this movie <laughs> is channeled from real anger and frustration about his career at this point. <laughs> I don't care whether they're gingerbread men or chocolate coconut macaroons. Chocolate-covered coconut macaroons were Steve's favourite. Oh, shut up! Both of you! Just look. This is important. There can be no mistakes. You know, <laughs> it was, in, it was a, in Clockwork Orange. Yeah, there's just something that feels a little too real at that point. <laughs> I worked with Kubrick. Now I'm in the Home Alone fucking five. <laughs> working with Rob Bloody Zombie. What the fuck happened? <laughs> fucking shit. Get me my whiskey. <laughs> Poor Malcolm McDowell. But I enjoyed him in this movie. Yeah, he's pretty he, good. He is yeah. second best part. I mean, that's what happens when you get a really good actor. Yeah, I want my Gigi. <laughs> I, I have a question about the Edward Monk painting that they're trying to steal. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's not the scream. No, but there's a reason be. for that. It should be the scream, and my question is, why isn't it? So they can set it up for later. The the joke. Yes. Okay. If you call it a joke. <laughs> I call it a statement, but you know, whatever. It was a terrible thing to end yeah. on. Yeah, so, yeah, the ending's not great. We'll, yeah. we'll get there. So they're trying to break into this house to steal a painting, and this kid is obsessed with the house being haunted, and also some weird video game that looks it is a weird video game. Robot, like robot <laughs> infantry. Two? Three? Which he was three. somehow playing on his PSP and Xbox 360. Yeah, his fucking Xbox 360 controller that has just a light on top, so like, just don't look at the logo. Yep. Even though she holds the controller up and you clearly see the Xbox uh-huh. logo yep. on it. 29 minutes. Mm. As a misanthropic video game player, I can very much relate to this child who doesn't want to go and make nice with strangers at his parents' party. As a parent... These children are assholes. Yes. This this movie yeah. has, has split me down the middle and revealed both my id and my ego. Well played, Home Alone 5. <laughs> also, the parents fucking lie. They say, there'll be plenty of kids at this party. There's not that many. I didn't see a one. I, I think, think I, I, saw, I think one. saw one teenager. Yeah. Right. That was it. And I think that was just an extra. <laughs> but, I mean, the kids... Our assholes. The daughter just sits in her room on her phone oh, with, yeah. oh. with her headphones, sorry, her earbuds in. <laughs> I like that because I hate when people call. Like, Why? Earphones Why? and headphones are different. Earbuds are shit because they're Apple bullshit. But Why get so angry about it, though? They are different things. But they're not really, are they? That's like saying, are you going to put your gloves on or your mittens on? Different things. I would, I would accept that. <laughs> if you called my mittens gloves... I'd I'd know what you were talking about. I wouldn't throw a hissy fit. Is that a door or a gateway? <laughs> well, it's not a gate. Not different things, aren't they? A, a door could be classified as a gate, as a mitten. Is could that be your outdoor gate or in as a glove? Your indoor gate. <laughs> is, is that a coffee table? Is that your piano? Is that your portcullis or a drawbridge? Thing is, the children are bumholes. Yes. Thirty-one minutes. You can carry on. I haven't got anything till fifty minutes, mate. Then this was shit. It's just going to be me on my own, isn't it? Oh wait. Oh no. You can tell so, me. I'm assuming. That, bear in mind, I am a dude who has who has done the musical for a while in my life. And you do know that earbuds or other pieces are just another type of headphone. Yeah. 
Uh, they all they all fall under headphone. They go into your head. You can also call them ear speakers. Or earphones. <laughs> no, no, you can't. Don't call them ear speakers. <laughs> you are, dickhead, are you, you looking can... at evidence on your phone now? <laughs> or if you want to be a dickhead, you can call them cans. Right, okay. Well, so they're con- just headphones. Consider me mittened. <laughs> <laughs> 31 minutes, chuckle uh, number two. Is it the old dude? No, it's not. It's okay. when the mum and uh, bargain bin basement, uh, uh, Jason Bateman. Yes. Oh, I was trying to work out who that was. <laughs> uh, when when they're laying down the ground rules for the children as they're about to leave for the party, she's like, no phone in the day. You, you should let them have a phone. These are my rules for, for emergencies. Phone One phone for emergencies only. And it was the mum's reaction and the the back and forth between yeah, the mum and yeah, dad. It, there. Right. it got me. Yeah, it got a she, little chuckle. She is good. I she think. is good. She the is the best part of this movie. The, the script makes her flip for kind of no reason. Mm, yeah. I they go from being pushovers to bam, turning on dying. Well, but, that's because she thinks her children are in danger. But she has, she has good moments. No, no, I no. will end you. No, no, she Let's flips on the kids. Because I love that. I genuinely love that scene. That's there. a terrible scene, and I will rip you apart. <laughs> I will end you. We I will am twice there. the size of you. <laughs> Let's get It'll there later. Decade, that I'll is towards <laughs> the end. Right. We'll get there. Uh, anyway. Is this where you tell me that the old man is an established actor? Which old man? The old man who confuses her names. Oh, it does not. Well, wait, we haven't. Yeah, got he is. <laughs> Thank you. I, I wanted to know. I wanted to make sure he was doing all right for himself. <laughs> He's well, so we haven't good. got there because we've got him. Okay, he decides he wants to defend his. He wants to no. He wants to get his sister out. No, that's of the basement. Right. You, I think you're ahead of me because I'm still at am thirty-one I? minutes. Okay, go on. Um, where am I? Thirty-one minutes, guys. I'm enjoying Home Alone Five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could, I could do without the shit kids because honestly, I'm fucking. I've had enough of shit kids in films in my life. My last note was eleven minutes fifty. Uh-huh. My next note is fifty minutes. At least Home Alone Four didn't fucking bore me once it got going. I, I'm not bored. I'm enjoying oh, well, Home Alone Five, and my note is: what reality is this? It's hard to bore you when the movie doesn't start until the end, like Home Alone Four. Like, you can't be bored at a movie that doesn't fucking look, start. Home Alone 4 was bad, but it kept you looking at the screen because there were all those shit mug shots and all of that and no, mugging to the camera and all the, the seeing how shit the kid was doing. No. This was Nothing just a boring film. I that film was bad to the point that you want to watch it and see how bad it is. No. <laughs> no, you don't. That. No one should ever watch Home Alone 4. It's like The Ring. <laughs> <laughs> I got a phone call after saying seven days. <laughs> That kid's going to crawl out of the TV and get you and make it snow in your house. <laughs> they, I mean, they see your dead body with just your hands plastered <laughs> to your cheeks. Although I did say seven to five business days, so, I mean, I, I got about <laughs> nine, actually, in total. So. They, they, they put a slip through the letterbox saying, you weren't in, we'll call again tomorrow. <laughs> we left your, your death curse with your neighbour. <laughs> 34 minutes, they have a montage. What's the montage? Oh, it's the, is it the shopping one? No, it's um, it's when he they're home alone in the house and Finn's just doing what everyone going down the stairs into a bunch of boxes. Oh. It's not a very good montage. Yeah, no, well, this is this, this is was, what you were saying about I Home Alone Four. There's some pretty cheap jokes in here, like where he like shaves, puts some aftershave on his cheek, and is like, Meh, I, I kind of like that because it makes sense. Because aftershave doesn't just burn. When you have nothing to cut. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is. It is a cheap joke, 
It's a throwback. But it is a joke, unlike four, which had no jokes. There was something in it. There was something in that montage, and I can't remember for a life me what it was that really pissed me off. Well, one thing I liked, and something Lewis touched on, um, Home Alone Four. Um, Ashley's bottom <laughs> is what I touched on. <laughs> Not just Home Alone Four. Uh, There's it, a porg in here. <laughs> right. Kill it, eat it, yum. Kill it with fire. <laughs> so he has the house to himself. Yes. And he goes downstairs, he gets all the junk food in the fridge, sticks it in a blender, fucking drinks it, and yells upstairs, I'm eating junk food, because that's Home Alone 4, when you can say, yes, dear, you can have whatever you like. You do that. That is what should happen. Yes. yes. Yeah. This is what should have happened when Home Alone 4 had the opportunity to do the montage and didn't. Actually, do you know what I thought they Home were going to do? Home Alone 4 should take notes from the future. Yes. <laughs> what I thought they were going to do with this was do Home Alone, but it's like, okay, there's two of them working in tandem to take these people down. I thought that's what they were going to do, yeah. like the system was going to help I them out. I thought that as well. And then I was thoroughly disappointed when that wasn't the case. I wasn't really that disappointed. I was, because I thought it was, it'd be a different take on it. It'd be he, interesting. But He ended up you know, Home Alone, essentially, technically. Home Alone, except for the chick locked in the basement. Yeah, she couldn't really do anything, though. But, I mean, yeah. it was just a nice twist. I say twist. Nice nice play on the Home Alone convention that she was sort of there, but unable to do anything. Like the guy yeah. on the headset Yeah. over the online game. They, they knew what was happening, but couldn't do anything. 35 minutes in, Ed Asner is in this movie, the old guy at the party. He is, he's like... Fucking the- what you say! He's great. He's, he's one of the top ten here. Father Christmases, I think. Uh, he was Father Christmas in Elf. Oh. And the, it, it, the way oh. he delivers the word manservant really made me smile. It does. <laughs> My manservant. Yeah. Movie gets two bonus points. <laughs> I need to find more negatives. So he goes to break it. Like, his sister gets trapped in the downstairs secret room. And... He goes to go bust her out. He's like, oh, I'm going to go buy a bunch of different hardware stuff. Hmm. Goes shopping. You get you get a montage of his shopping. He throws a fucking chainsaw in mm-hmm. there. Skimming your ass raw. Yep. And all sorts of other stuff. He's like, oh, that costs like four grand. Parodying Home Alone 1. Yep. Yeah. It's like, oh, take a check. He's like, no. And all he, in the end, all he gets is a bit of string. Yes. Which did kind of make me laugh. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, because that entire setup was, you knew... You knew what was going to happen. They're not going to let him take a fucking chainsaw. Yeah, I know. I still found it funny. Like, I knew you were coming around here and I still laugh at your face. That's true. <laughs> I have a bad thing. I have a bad thing. Most of my notes have been positive. I have a bad thing. If it's a growth, you may want to get it checked. Oh. But it might just be your penis. Okay. I also have a bad thing about the movie. Okay. Uh, 43 minutes in, Ed Asner is making his speech at the party about how they're snowed in. Mm-hmm. And he's waving his microphone around. Yep. Waving it around like this. And not once does his voice change on the microphone. And that's just bad sound mixing. Not, not bad. Inconsiderate sound mixing. I, Take that movie. Now you're bad again. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I wonder if it was on purpose. Well, don't say that because if it's on purpose, then that's funny. <laughs> I mean, I and found then, it then funny the regardless. Gets, then the movie gets a point again. If it was him, I'm trying to or be whether negative, it's the film I'm fucking really up. enjoying myself at 45 minutes into this movie, and I'm scared. Here's the thing: later on in the film, they show Mr. Asner on on the microphone again, and he's actually holding it properly. Yeah. So it's, well, that's my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that got called. Cool. Welcome, welcome. Please come in. Have a seat. That's the eggnog coming back. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> no more luck for you, good sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I wonder if either it was just because then he had something a bit more serious to say mm. or whether someone had just took it, taken him aside and gone, can you actually just fucking... <laughs> can you do it properly next it's possible. time? <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but I like that scenario a bit more where he just he was just fucking around in the first take and yeah. they're like, look, can you actually please hold the mic first? I cried, fine. <laughs> he went, I'm Ed Asner. I've been an elf. <laughs> I know someone who knows Kubrick. I'm Father Christmas. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 51 minutes. These kids are pretty good. I think they're all pretty good for kid actors. They are okay, yeah. Like when Finn runs down to the basement and he's shouting through the safe doors, I'm going to get you out. Oh, she can't hear me. Don't worry, I'm... Oh, no, she still can't. That got me. But it doesn't make sense because nothing in that safe was soundproof. It's just it's a thick metal door. Uh, yeah, but you could. St- there was gaps in it. Also, she's was a metre away. Was there gaps in it? There were... Let's get into the minutia of the safe in Home Alone 5. There was gaps in it. Okay, I maintain that there were no gaps in it. There were like millimetre gaps, but there were gaps nonetheless. Dan, <laughs> would you care to weigh in? Daddy Dan. I just, I just think you're wrong. That's thick steel you've got to shout through. It's very hard to shout through thick steel. Uh, it's two against one, like Brendan Dassey's overturned conviction. <laughs> <laughs> Who? That's relevant. <laughs> Relevant to us right now. Yeah. Also, I want to test this. You can get your hand on some steel. You can get your hand on a child. Let's test it. All right. <laughs> Any old child or mine? Anyone will do. Good old. So long right. as they got ears. You Don't have to give work. Me a while to build uh, a safe into a wall and then build a build a Do- house. Doesn't have to be that. a safe. Just has to be the specific thickness of steel and a wall. And we'll shove it in your toilet doorway or something. and then i'll get behind there and then you'll run off and leave me there for years until i starve Uh, yeah pretty much i think i think i've now caught up to where your notes begin again at 54 minutes into the movie yes the kid across the street again no (laughs) oh okay 54 minutes into the movie the kid across the street again makes me laugh he's like want to help me build an igloo can't right now. Thieves are going to rob my house and I'm the only one who can defend it. Okay, cool. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. So good. And I've I can't got... remember his name. He's got a weird name with a posture. I need to look up who he is and see if he's done any more stuff. He has. He's, he did, um, he's done a horror film uh, this year or last year. That doesn't sound funny. Called Double X, where he played... Uh, is that it's... a prequel to Triple X? Not at all. There were three, uh-huh. three or four short stories, and the the thing about it was they were all done by female directors. Mm. And one of the films, uh, he plays a kid that. Uh, oh, is it double sees... X because the chromosome? What double X because the chromosomes? Oh, I'm not sure. I only watched the trailer. If they're all done by women. Oh yeah, that's a rubbish title. Um, yeah, but it's just his family's on the subway, and. There's a man with a Christmas present on his lap, and he, the kid, like goes and what's in there? What's in there? And the parents are like, no, no, you don't, don't do that. That's rude. And then the man says, it's okay. He can look. And then opens up the present, and we don't see what's in it. But the kid just gets a shock on his face, and for the rest of that short film, he refuses to eat, and basically becomes like Christian Bale in the Mechanist or whatever it's called. Okay. He just becomes a skinny boy. And then that was the end of that trailer. So, okay. <laughs> but he 
looks like a decent actor. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to see what else he's done. Yeah, so I think he's. I really enjoyed him. If he's if he's doing some, other comedies, I'll be I'll, I'll check him out. So at some point, like he's defending his house and he speaks to his online buddy, like physically talks to him. Yeah, and it's like, hey, so I'm about like, how would you defend your house from robbers in the real life? And he's like, I don't know what game you're on about, but you know. Yeah, the the grown up also needs to speak to a professional because he do, he also has trouble. I mean, you can understand <laughs> yeah. that for the for the narrative and. The entire time, from like this at this point, that kid's starting to grate on me now. I'm going, man, you should be caught and killed because you're like, you people are trying to break into your house, they are criminals and they will hurt you to get what they but want. It's the Home Alone universe, and he's just like, nah, feature games, tired defense, kid, 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 your house, your sister has a phone again. Call the cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says... Just call the cops. In this FPS fair, all game... Home Alone movies can be done undone with the phrase, call the cops. And you yeah. want to know something? Home Alone 1, 2, no. 3, they all call the cops. Eventually. 3 three does it in the first act. First act. I have no affinity for 3. 3 I... was okay. I really didn't expect to like three because I've it starts. Seen it multi- I've seen it multiple times and could not tell you what happens in it. It starts in the very beginning of like North Korean terrorists have got a chip. Yeah, aren't <laughs> <for>. <laughs> it starts like a Bond movie. It's like what the fuck? Aren't there missiles in a toy car or yes. something? Yeah, an ICBM missile chip <laughs> yeah. in a toy car. It's like the opening of James Bond. Home Alone three is the gateway for ridiculous things like seeing an eighty million dollar painting and tech house (laughs) yes home alone 3 is the gateway drug to shit phil on 54 minutes we get the three crooks in a car because um crab man and who's the other one (laughs) go on crab man another one go on i don't want to help him go on (laughs) they they become scared about ghosts. Oh, the lady one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a. Uh, Not Liza Deb- Minnelli. Debbie Mazar? Her. I think she. I sh- they become scared about ghosts, so Malcolm McDowell has to take them out for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me you wouldn't want Malcolm McDowell to take you out for ice cream? <laughs> no, but just saying that I forgot that was a thing and it's stupid. <laughs> he goes, gets them into a car, they have ice cream. And then they discuss about, okay, now we have ice cream, we might consider taking on a ghost. But then they're talking about percentages. Mm-hmm. And then, hang on, you're getting a, a painting for Malcolm McDowell. It's got his grandmother in it. And then they start talking about percentages of profit and sales. Yeah. And then it's not till later on in the film when it comes up as it's finally revealed to the crooks that they won't be getting any money because Malcolm McDowell's not going to be selling the painting. Right at the very, very end. Yeah. Yeah. But right in the middle of the film, uh, 54 minutes in, he's talking about percentages. How how many percentages are going to get? I I don't know if you've heard this invention. It's, It's called lying. He was lying. But he lied to me too, Dan. Oh, yes, you're the movie goer. You know he's lying. We, we, I feel like we got very excited about the fact that Malcolm McDowell and Crabman were in this movie, that we forgot to mention <laughs> that Debbie Mazar is 
the third crook, the female crook, uh, and she's she's great as well. She's a really talented actress. She was in Goodfellas and Malcolm X. She's done a lot of good work, and she's here too. She and they is. all had ice cream in a car. And they all have ice cream in a car. <laughs> and they're all outshadowed by one kid building snow. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Like, I don't care. Yeah, he outshines everyone in this everyone movie. Everyone in this movie. Name the kid. <laughs> name the kid, Shovel and Snow. The character name? Yep. Mason. Well done. Ah. <laughs> I was really enjoying this he movie. Was it good? <laughs> Half good an film. hour left, 56 minutes in. Yeah, go on. So we, we're setting the traps. Yep. First one classic Home Alone, Ice on the Stairs. And yeah. it gets me kind of excited because this movie so far has played played around with those traditional Home Alone tropes. You know, the the store and the shaving of the face. It's it's self-referential to the point of parody at points. Mm. But am I, I? But the ice on the stairs has me excited to see if if they're going to twist it. No. Ice on the stairs. It's also got um, toy cars on the floor. Was it marbles? I think marbles. Marbles on the marbles floor. in the garage. Yep. Yep. Uh, there was there was a doy one. There was. Let me tell you my semen. favorite one. Which, are we just te- discussing what traps there are in the movie? Just listening. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to go through them. I'll there tell you my favorite one. Weights. There was a very heavy weight on a ramp that if you yeah. pulled, pulled open the garage door, you get hit by the ramp. There was a slippery window that was well, it must have weighed a ton. Yep. Um, there was a spooky ghost room. There was cotton balls in the. Food That's dispenser. my favorite one because. When you put cotton balls in the sink and then you turn the water on, it comes up in your face, doesn't it? Of course. It's my, a, it was a garbage dispenser. Still doesn't do that. My favourite well, one... It's like two blades in there, isn't it? It's like essentially a fan. But it doesn't have air. It's not a fan. Nothing at all like a fan. It's two blades that spin around, and Does... if you've stuffed it into the point where no air can circulate through, it's, the pressure's going to build, they're going to blow out. Or you I, put I, your I garbage disposal on blow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to spread that garbage all over this the house. It ain't space balls, mate. There was but... hot gingerbread men and glue yeah. milk. Yeah. My... The glue milk I loved. That's my... that brilliant. My personal favourite was the bowl of semen that covers Malcolm McDowell. Yep, there was a bowl of semen that covered Malcolm McDowell. We... No, I mean, it couldn't was... have come from the kid, though, because it was, was That was eggnog. <laughs> that was there because was... He, he pulls out two tubs of eggnog into a yeah, bowl. Yeah, I know. I, I, I completely missed that scene and was watching and thinking, was that just... Semen. But also during that montage, sellotape at the top of the stairs. Yep. Fifty-seven minutes in, the kid's only bloody gone and cloned himself. <laughs> because in the kitchen, yeah. there's fucking five of him working away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Point is, though, there are a lot more traps here than there are. This is way more of a Home Alone four. film. Yeah. There are. These are proper traps. Yeah. I. I. It's good. Uh, and at one hour and one, two traps in. They've been a little lame, a little bit timid. We've had the um, heavyweight coming under the garage door, and the the uh, the, 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 the balls shot a crab man. Yeah, ball shot a crab man. Something hits Which, Debbie Maz- uh, Mazar with, with on the, the nose and gives her a red nose. It must have cracked his skull with the force they were going at. But point is, they leave marks on him. She gets a red nose. Yes. The, the traps leave marks on the bad guys. Home Alone Five gets Ooh. it. And let's not forget the the earlier trap with the uh, with the lawnmower thing that whacks Malcolm McDowell on the leg. Yeah. Oh and he yeah. Gives himself a welly splint. Yeah. So that he can be dead leg Jake or whatever it's called. The movie Head has set kill. up and payoff. 
Yeah. It's so impressive. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you some more setup and payoff that was so great I didn't even write about it, was how we, we heard about Steve and all the phone calls to Steve. Steve. Do you not remember? It was brilliant. Oh, um, Debbie Mazar's yeah. ex. Steve. Yeah, that was set up. It was, wasn't it? It was. And it was perfect and didn't get annoying at all and wasn't completely contrived. Hate yeah, it. But we got to see the kid again. We did. Yeah, we he comes back. But he as must... much as you hate the fact that Steve calls her up at the last minute and she goes gaga for Steve, the kid is in the scene. Mason the is there kid... and you can't hate it because Mason's there. The I can't because I need his... Mason for my sequel. <laughs> the kid has his own trap that is literally an automatic snowball launcher Yeah. that eventually launches a, launches a ball of ice and knocks her the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Although... That's oh. one evil kid. A medieval, medieval engineer would uh, specifically say that you shouldn't really have a trap that needs to be activated by demolishing part of your own wall just to then fire said catapult. Did we not have enough history from you last episode? <laughs> no, never. To be honest, catapult... There's a, a reason people didn't vote shake. on the poll. It's because <laughs> they couldn't get through the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One hour and eight. How heavy are American windows? Don't Because know. Debbie Mazar is trapped by that window for a good three days? <laughs> what? I don't know. She, she was there for a long time she, struggling. She, she's in that window for a while. She wasn't there for three days, but like ten yeah, minutes. Like longer than it should have been. Definitely three or four days. <laughs> was a while. Time passed. Uh, one hour and five. Sorry, one hour and fifteen. One hour and nine. This, this Yeah, I was going to say, I'm after when the mum goes mental yeah oh oh, i love that moment you know standard police playbook whenever someone's kidnapped your children make sure that you scream and threaten them on the phone and then give them no reason to bargain or keep your child alive yeah but it was i thought it was really fine it's like look it's fine your son's fine your daughter's locked in the basement it's like (laughs) excuse me yeah what did you just say to me and she i mean to be fair the mum's been fairly composed up until this point yeah and when she just lets loose i was like meh you don't That's know good. me. Your son's in danger. You want, you yeah. want mate? Admittedly, yeah, tell me he everything. could have worded it better. <laughs> he could have worded it better. Tell me if... everything, psycho madman. But no, I, I will it. end you. I'll be your best friend until my children are fucking released, and then I will castrate you. I suppose I liked that bit. I, I liked, liked that scene. I did. I liked it. It makes the least sense in any Home Alone film That's ever. That's why she got him, because he got bear-maced. Yeah, one hour and fifteen. Yeah, when when you're pointing your fucking high-powered rifles at a suspected kidnapper, you uh, mace him. Yeah, and then yeah, he's got a gun. Mace him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You mace him. Also, his gun looks suspiciously like a three sixty controller. Uh, one hour and eighteen. <laughs> uh, holy shit. I was about to make a note about why Crabman has to crack the safe again, and McDowell calls him out for it. <laughs> At this point, Home Alone 5 is ahead of me, and I am uncomfortable. <laughs> this is not how life should be. Yeah, the bit like, it's so well written. Surprisingly well written. I, yeah. You know? Like Michael Dale calls him out, and he, even Crabman goes, "Well, I've never had to fucking crack the safe twice." Yeah, it, it it's it's, it's and I, I like it's the, really good. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I'll tell you what, that was quite good. <laughs> I can remember it again if we want to come back tomorrow and crack it again. <laughs> yeah. And then Michael Dale says, "At this point, I don't know if you're just stupid or just playing with me." <laughs> <laughs> 
I have, I have no more notes by my final thought. Like, like then right, again, they get caught. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's a weird moment where suddenly he turns on all the cameras in like the the gamer friend turns on all the cameras in Finn's house and yeah. says, "Look, I'm not the criminal." I just seem to have cameras set up in his No, 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 house. I think that was just the headset. I don't remember how it got there. So just... Well, then how... So there's a camera in the headset, is what you're telling me. Yeah, I know, when I'm saying it, it don't make sense. No, but... right? Like, what... Where was that camera feed? I think the camera was... Was that his plan B that he kept going on about? I th- it wasn't a connect, but I think it was meant to be a connect because he has it on top of his TV at points. But and it then was he moves down it from the TV downstairs to the basement. Hmm. Don't recall that. I don't recall that either. I th- I'm pretty sure. No, wait. I'm, get, I'm yeah. Right back at the very beginning, when he catches his dad, he has a camera pointed at the doorway that I think is supposed to be infrared. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. 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 Because so, okay, so maybe ghosts don't show up in infrared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because they're real. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can just hear someone getting really pissed off. That the ending. It, it, this movie doesn't end. It just keeps going. Yeah, the ending is like, poor, stop though, movie. isn't it? Stop movie. Movie, come on, stop. T- we, tell them about the Edvard Munch bit. The, the go, which bit? Go on. Uh, the, okay. Well, they're talking about how the painting. As they've given it to a museum and then they've been rewarded and not Jason Bateman is hyping it up. And then he goes, oh, as a reward for this $85 million mm, painting, like um, they've given us two years. A year. A, a year's lifetime admission. Oh, not, not lifetime, Sundays. obviously. <laughs> a, year's, a year's admission. Are to die a year later? To the museum. Not except, on Sundays except or holidays. Except for Sundays or holidays. And then he switches because he goes, by the way, the criminals all had bounties on their head because it's the Wild West times. Wild, Wild West. <laughs> and Will Smith says they've been worth 50,000? 30,000? 30, 30, monies! And then they go, hooray! And then we get a scene of them opening presents, which we don't need. But he gets a he gets his like expansion for his robo game, and he gets a snowboard, which I thought was just some like advertising packaging on it. Like like it's it's a snowboard that has it's his the, robot game branded snowboard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I thought was just like you know in sometimes in the shops you get the big cutout for the game that they put I up mean, as a promotional thing. I thought it was that. I thought what's fucking what's every your video game has a snowboard tie in. <laughs> Apart from SSX Tricky, mm. weirdly. Except for Robot Infantry that has a, is a first-person shooter but also has a level that's a tower defence. Yep. If I bought that game, I'd fucking send it back. I hate tower defence. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's not for me. So, again, the, so at the end of the film, we've got... Oh, I don't know why they got, went through all that effort to steal that Edvard Munch painting when they could have gone for, you know, the more well-known one. <gasps> what well-known one, Dad? You know, the scream. The what? The one where they've got their face like this. Everyone who's listening to the podcast, do the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that face. And then they all turn to the kid and they do the face. And then the kid goes, fucking, what are my family like? (laughs) (laughs) Bunch of fucking cards, they are. The movie doesn't really... 
end. What with it being a TV movie, the the end credits play over like the lower third of the movie, mm. and then then it just stops. Criminals are caught. They are at. They're at the the police station. They have their photos taken. Movie stops. It doesn't really. I mean, it has. It has wrapped up. The it, movie. The criminals are like, captured. They've got a reward. Happy Christmas. Families reunited. They're going to send the gamer friend who was mistaken for being a kidnapping paedophile back home to see his family for Christmas with their new money. Everything is wrapped up. But it doesn't really, it doesn't really know how to end. It yeah. just sort of stops. It's like they know they had to like get to the end and just solve all these things that they've set up. Yeah. But they didn't know. Okay, well, where do we stop them? Yeah. Where, where's the end point? Which could have just been him going outside with his snowboard to hang out with his buddy, his new with uh, Mason. Like it doesn't help that this the the final final scene is the police station. They're having their mug shots taken. It it doesn't help that there is no joke there, no button to end on it. It's just their mug shots. But you know what is we there? Need. A very similar piece of music has appeared in Home Alone Four. Emo, grungy, whiny American trash band <laughs> doing the Christmas cover song. Off of Kevin MacLeod. Off of Kevin MacLeod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Any more, any more, any more? No, I, I enjoyed this movie. It, the ending fell flat. Yeah. Because it didn't end, it just stopped. But I would honestly recommend go I, seeing this film. I, I feel ashamed saying it because it's Home Alone 5. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. Hey, fifth time's the charm. I would, I mean, I would have liked a few more traps. Yeah. No, there were there were a fair few traps in it, but I would have liked a few more. Uh, and like you said, the end, the ending was weird, and the traps were way more consistent, like more yes. consistent with what the movie yeah. is supposed to be about a kid protecting his house from a home invasion. It, it, I mean, it, end of the day, it's a TV movie. It's Home Alone Five, but overall, for a bit of Christmas family fun. I'd, I'd I'd recommend it. Yeah, it's well paced. It's it's plays with the conventions. It's genuinely funny at points. Yeah, thumb up. I yeah, I say it's the third best Home Alone movie. Four. I'd I'd put it above three. I mean that's this is a personal matter. I put three above. I it. know you just like three. Actually, what do you think three. of it? <sighs> Despite that lull in the middle that bored me, it did have some really good moments. Better than four, but where? I would rather rewatch this than four. I think. What a glowing recommendation from <laughs> all of us. Those were our thoughts on Home Alone Five. But what 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 do you what do you, Joe Public, Johnny Nobody, the fucking scrubs, what do you think of it? Yeah, you scrubs. <laughs> from the user reviews on Amazon, Home Alone Five doesn't have a single one star rating. Well, there you go. Doesn't have any two-star ratings. Everyone has rated Home Alone 5 three stars and up. It's a good sign. It is a good sign. On IMDb, it's a different story. <laughs> I think IMDb uh, wrong. 3.5 out of 10. General consensus in the user reviews is, eh, it's better than the fourth, but it's still not a good film. But this one review... By OP20-965-666322. 
left on December twelve. In December two thousand twelve, is different. Right. I'd like to read you some choice cuts because it was a long review. Uh, so, quote: First of all, it was totally plausible. <laughs> Everything in this movie can happen. Parentheses and probably does happen somewhere in real life. <laughs> They have a second very long point. Third, it was not ridiculous. Just think. Now the cons. For a comedy, it was not much fun. And the worst part was the talking. <laughs> the worst part was the talking. The worst part was the talking. What? <laughs> okay. Second problem is the genre. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm here. Since it's not funny enough for a comedy, what is it? I want to point out this is a problem they've created for themselves. <laughs> I mean, they've said it's not a comedy. I would argue that. What is it? Hardly an adventure. Definitely not a drama. If you've gone for comedy, you will be disappointed. So how do we rate it? Seven out of ten. Ninety minutes you won't regret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, these people. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Oh, Christ. It's oh, like one I of those things. <laughs> good like, one. I made a bot read 10,000 IMDb reviews, and this is the result. Uh, <laughs> that was Home Alone 5. We're going to go on our second break, and when you join us afterwards... We'll have our pitches for you. They're special pitches. Stick around for them. And I've also got a very special Christmas celebrity story. Before we go, our second pod wife, who we rotate out on a three-on, four-off rotor, but love in equal amounts, is Comics in Motion podcast. Jingle, jingle. Hi, Liam. I'm so glad I got through to you. I'm a really big fan. I don't know who you are. Well, I'm glad you asked. We're the Comics in Motion podcast, and you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and most of the podcast platforms. I don't know what you want. It was more just to let you know that we do in-depth weekly reviews of media like movies, TV shows, and games that are based on comic books. We also go into the background of the comics and the production of that media itself. If you're looking for a ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. Well, five-star review might be nice, but honestly, there's no money necessary to listen. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Seems a little pretentious. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Well, weren't no spring chickens either, to be honest. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Uh, are you expecting a different caller from me, maybe? If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. Well... Would be nice if you could come and have a listen and even check out our Twitter page at Comics in Motion P. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Uh, okay. Chris? I think this one's for you. And we are back. Anyway, sequels, Dan. Yo. I would like to 
Here. Your sequel pitch. For the next Home Alone movie, please. Okay. You also said we should come up with some traps. So yes, I've got traps. Yes. I've, uh, I've, asked, I've asked the gen gentleman in front of me, the right honourable gentleman, to pitch me a sixth Home Alone movie and three traps featured in their movie. So, Dan, okay. fire away, ducky. So, and Kevin is all... all ears. Okie dokie. Kevin is all grown up and desperate for money. So, we're going to go with, like... Mate, if... He probably won't, but if McCulney Culkin would come back... There we go. If we can get the, the original cast of McCulney and the original Marv... The original McCulney. <laughs> you heard me. Don't make me fucking repeat myself. Um, would you say McCulney again if you did repeat yourself? No. Okay. So, he's... He, Kevin's grown up. He's desperate for money. He's a bit of a down-and-out character in this. He's estranged from his family. So he thinks, well, I, I need money, but I, the only people I really know are my family and a pair of criminals. So he decides to go after the two criminals and their ill-gotten funds. He's going to rob them because he, need, he needs that money. He needs that money for his addiction. Sure. So the two criminals are like, well, he's fucking, he won't leave us alone. He keeps coming after us. We've got to defend ourselves. And so the movie is the criminals, Hank and Marv, defending their hideout and their lair from a Courtney Culkin trying to break him for drug money. <laughs> McCorney. You heard me. <laughs> Fuck, motherfucker. I said, do not make me repeat myself. I'm not. So you said you wanted traps. I want three traps. Okay. Uh, I've got a change machine gun, because obviously they're going to be changing up the, their money. That's okay. Gonna, like, they're going to wire it up to fire out at, okay. at Kevin McAllister. Okay. Like the, the coins one, not the, not the, not the... I'm still... What is a change machine gun? You know that like you get the, uh, from um, like arcades, you get things that give you change. Right. They're going to weaponise that. It's very heavy. <laughs> I'm is, assuming... Are you mean, one. Do you mean like one of those belts where they've got the clicky things? No, no. no. Or do you mean the full on... Is you, it? Know, you know how like BB-8 could turn the coins given to him yes. into a machine gun? Is right. it... Like that. Is it a change machine gun? Or a change machine gun. <laughs> it's a change machine gun. So it shoots chain machines. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I'm saying. Right. Okay. Glad, I'm glad you're on my page. Okay. Uh, pipe on a rope is a callback to the <laughs> to two where he threw a bit of piping off and smashed him in the face. Right. And a bear trap. Just a bear trap. Just a bear trap. <laughs> Someone had nothing special about the bear trap. Yeah. No, it's just, gonna, just a bear trap. It's going to slam into Kevin's leg and break it and cut okay. him open. Do you have a title? Uh, Home Alone, Enter the Darkness, or whatever the Alone in the Dark. That was it. That was the the, the thing he was supposed to be. Home Alone, Alone in the Dark. Home Alone in the Dark. Okay, I will go next because Ashley is definitely not still writing. No. I definitely don't have at least two more paragraphs. Sure. <laughs> Even though I said that three paragraphs ago. So my sequel. He's fucking, he's writing fucking the sequel to Game of Thrones over there. My there will sequel... never be a sequel to Game of Thrones. I will burn HBO to the ground before that happens. <laughs> it's a prequel coming, so they'll be all right. Yeah. Many prequels, along with The Walking Dead. So long as George Crap Crap Martin ain't had nothing to do with it. You know the new Halloween movie? Yeah. That. <laughs> Grown-up Kevin... <laughs> that. You've got the same lines as me. <laughs> Grown-up Kevin runs a home defence class. Uh, lives in a remote wooden cabin with his son, but they can't bond. They're having trouble bonding. Because everything in Kevin's life, Kevin Senior's life, has been about prepping for when the wet, sticky bandits return. <laughs> okay. uh, 
Kevin Sr. has to leave town on business, so Kevin Jr. is left home alone when his house comes under siege by two criminals and he has to defend his his home while he's home alone. After the first trap seriously injures one of the criminals, they nope out and they say, say, call it off, you're not paying us enough, and twist. Kevin Sr. has set this up in order to connect with his son on an emotional level and help him understand what sort of headspace he's in. But double twist, Harry and Marv are out of prison and they've been scoping out the place. And when Kevin Jr. and Sr. are at home, bonding, home alone, they plan to make their move. That's, That's my movie. And these are my traps. Mm-hmm. Trap number one. In the basement, uh, Marv enters. It's dark. He flips the switch and the room is filled with light-up, moving outdoor Christmas decorations. One of those, like, bobbing head, grazing and deers, mm. a waving father claws. Father the claws? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Wave well. it. <laughs> filled with that shit. Uh, turning them on sets off a Rube Goldberg chain of events. <laughs> Santa waves a ball bearing down a track. Falls into an elf's present, which you know drops it down, knocking, knocking and releasing a marble on a marble run to knock a ping pong ball, which bounces into a Polar Express wheels, which turns them and releases tennis ball, and so on and so forth. And Marv is, is so mesmerised by all the colours and the Rube Goldberginess of it all. Finally, has a bowling ball dropped on his head. <laughs> so that's Marv dead. He's dead now. <laughs> is that a brick? He's had a brick on his head. That didn't kill him. Like no. three bricks. Yeah, no, no. He should he should have died from severe blame. Blame, blame. <laughs> fucking, fucking. Give me a second trap. Fuck I'm it. sorry, I'm blame damaged. <laughs> All my David Blaine's broken. <laughs> Too much eggnog. Trap number two. It's a combo of old favourites, much like your pipe and horror hoop. <laughs> yes. I don't want to say it's slightly more elegant than pipe on a rope, though. <laughs> Fucking when you said don't, pipe, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. When you said pipe on a rope, I I just thought, oh, they've attached a bit of rope to a pipe and they're swinging it around the head and they're gonna fucking whomp him with it. <laughs> like, oh, I was gonna put a shillelagh as like a trap. Hardware store work. nunchucks. <laughs> I can do that if you want. Trap number two is a combo of old favourites. Tar on the stairs. Outdoor stairs leading up to the front door, okay? Mm-hmm. Tower on the stairs, which remove the shoes and socks, and ice on the top step. But what we don't know, or what we see earlier, what we do know, but Harry doesn't know, is that the floor from under the ice is being removed. It's a wooden house. He's removed the floorboards. So Harry steps on the ice barefoot, careful not to slip. The ice cracks and he falls through the hole barefoot into a bunch of thumbtacks. Ouch. Trap number three involves Kevin Jr. leading the burglars up onto the roof via a wooden ladder against the house. Uh, Kevin Jr. is cut through the ladder vertically through the through the um, struts. Mm. So when it's resting against the house, you can use it; it's fine. But when when the crook reaches the top run, Kevin pushes it away from the building, and it splits into two, straight down the middle of the ladder. And the bad guy is now essentially on stilts, wobbling around, very unstable. But as Kevin Jr. pushes the ladder away, it goes over a um, gun, a cap or something, which creates a spark, which sets this ladder slash stilts on fire because he'd soaked it in kerosene as well. (laughs) And my movie is called Home Alone 3. Chris Columbus comes back to direct it. We wipe (laughs) out 4 and 5. As good as 5 was, it's called Home Alone 3. And the other 3. And the other 3? Yeah, the three that already exists. 
Oh yeah, we're wiping out that as well. We're wiping <laughs> out three, four, and five. As good as five was, it's Home Alone three. Okay, Ash, have you fucking finished yet? I'm on my Into last the microphone, two paragraphs. Yes. You're not on your last two paragraphs. No. You've written about seven paragraphs since your last two paragraphs. <laughs> I'm gonna make you. Pitch it Actually, and I, I wing it. Now. I know it. I know it in my head. Go on, right. You wing it from right. those last two paragraphs. Uh, let me just write one more tiny bit. Sandling listeners, he's got like eight pages. Uh. It's time for a story. Welcome to Home Alone 6, House Arrest. <laughs> okay. This film comes out in 2024 because we need a break. There's five fucking Home Alone films. We need a break. Last one came out in 2012. Still this decade? Next decade now. Okay, sorry. Okay. Why are you getting angry at us? Because <laughs> you made me watch five home at law. You didn't. No, you made I me didn't. watch two. I chose to watch five. <laughs> right. It's snowing as our opening shot tracks a busy highway before zooming in on a prison transport vehicle. Voice over. Mason merchants, it is the Friday. It is the finding of the court that you have yet to fully repent for your crime, and so next week, when you turn the age of twenty-one on December twenty-fourth, you shall be transferred from this juvenile detention centre to the state prison. What's Mason done? I'm, I'm gripped. If you watch, you might find out. We hear the bang of a gavel, and the vehicle jerks a little, hitting a pothole in the road, and bringing us back to real life and out of the VO. Mason's shackles clink as he shuffles to lean against the window, watching the snow become heavier. Oh, how we used to love the snow. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting in front of the vehicle are two police officers, Kit Harrington and Donald Glover. They're talking about their plans for Christmas. Glover's getting the plane out of state to spend it with his family, and Harrington's going to stay local here in Maine with his wife and daughter. A message comes on the radio. Come in, 4-2. You were supposed to be here by now. Where are you? Glover picks, picks up and says, You've sent us, out on the, sent us out on the road at Christmas Eve. What did you expect? The radio crackles a reply, but it just fades into static. <laughs> Thank you, like, Vader. I feel like if he's going to do eight pages <laughs> and, it, well, and yeah, it is okay. a radio play, <laughs> we should at least do some sound effects for okay, him. Okay, okay. In the back, Mason begins to close his eyes. Closing of eyes. <laughs> we see more snow falling. Hear the running of feet. A scream. <laughs> Not a wolf. <laughs> a scream. <laughs> and a gunshot. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> Mason wakes with a, with a jolt. He's still in the vehicle and a man's knocking on the window again. Glover rolls down the window to reveal Liam Neeson in the cop uniform. <laughs> are you 4-2? Sorry, are you 4-2? <laughs> are you 4-2? That is his American accent. Yeah, well done. <laughs> we've, been, we've been trying to get you on the radio. Snow's too deep. We've arranged a safe house. Follow behind me. We can see now that the traffic's at a standstill and the snow's coming down heavily. And you fucking car lady! This is Maine, not New York. <laughs> Officer Neeson leads the way on his police snow speeder thing. <laughs> and he's able to clear a path for the prison vehicle. 
They drive through the darkening dusk until they reach a grand hunting lodge in the middle of a dense woodland. Inside the lodge, Mason is escorted to a room where Neeson says he'll take over and get him to the prison as soon as the snow dies down. Glover and Harrington respond gratefully, but state that they need Mason's manacles because they're not Neeson's property and they'll hear it from the chief if they leave them here in the middle of nowhere. So, Neeson grumbly but... Al- Grumbles, but allows them to uncuff Mason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck off, you. Yeah. <laughs> and then bids them a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Neeson now cuffs Mason himself, just his hands together now, and tells him to get to sleep. He'll be staying outside, so don't try anything. With the audible clink of a lock, <laughs> Mason scouts the room, but finds, finds nothing but a footstool and his bed. Looking out the window, he sees the snow is beginning to abate a little, but there is some sort of shed attached to the ledge, to the lodge, even. (laughs) Just on the windowsill. (laughs) (laughs) He gets into bed and begins to drift off again. We hear the scream again. Ah! A car drives by. (laughs) Seagull. (laughs) Emma stones at the wheel. (laughs) Bang, the gunshot. Same (laughs) as before. But now, bang, bang, two more. Gunshots further away. They wake Mason up. He sits bolt upright, those last two gunshots. They were further away, and they were here. Hey, Officer Neeson? No reply. Officer Neeson? These gunshots were real, and Neeson was gone. Grabbing the footstool, Mason charges at the door. Once... Twice, three times. Crack. (laughs) Knocking holes through the door, he can shove his manacled hands in and unlock the door with the key, scraping his hands on the doorway. Officer Officer Neeson's uniform is outside, draped on the back of a chair with his walkie-talkie radio on it as well. Mason grabs it and sees his chance to escape. He runs out the lodge and trudges through the snow, back along the road that he came down on. We see his breath steam from his mouth raggedly as he runs faster and further. His cuffs rattling in the cold air. <laughs> his head's looking back and forth as he's finding, looking for a place to run and hide. Back, forth. <laughs> and he notices that up ahead is the very same vehicle that he arrived in. Vehicle noise. Oh, is it on? Is the engine on? Uh, no, it's not. It's not on. Well, then, no vehicle <laughs> noise. It eh? says vehicle noise. It's like Brum. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it parked out here in the middle of nowhere? Mason slows down and begins to edge around the vehicle to see the front, where there's two perfect bullet holes in the windshield, and inside, Harrington and Glover. Dead. <gasps> but they have had so such little screen time. <laughs> but we learnt so much about their family and their Christmas plans. <laughs> Four days left to retirement. <laughs> Mason edges backwards and suddenly Neeson's radio cracks to life and we now hear a woman's voice. Neeson, is it is it done? A woman's voice. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> we're ready. That Mason's going to get his tonight. Mason freezes, and it's not just because of the snow. He knows that voice. It's her. He knows what he has to do. Forget escaping. This was meant to be. Faster than before, he's running back towards the lodge. 
He's just about to head back through the door when he sees that shed, the one that was attached to the ledge lodge. He's got an idea. The rusty train... The rusty train? I wrote train. I didn't mean it. The, the rusty, rusty chain... Rusty chain proves no match for brute strength. And we have the golden briefcase moment and the first of two moments of Christmas song as pills of Let It Snow play as Mason views the treasure trove of scythes, axes, chainsaws and hunting rifles. It's time to set traps. <laughs> Under the doormat to the front. That's where the bear trap goes. The rest, well, that's for us to find out. Mason shoulders a rifle and heads out into the safety of the woods. The crunch of snow announces the arrival of a vehicle and out steps Emma Stone and French Stewart. They approach the... Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, what's just happened? Who's arrived? Emma Stone and Marv. But the French Stewart version. <laughs> okay. Keep, keep going, you've got more pitch to go. <laughs> they, they approach the lodge and continue as Liam Neeson now appears at the doorway. He hushes them and points upwards. He's upstairs. As Marv and Emma Stone walk up, we see the latter's eyes narrow as she points to the bulky welcome mat with an obvious bear trap under it. <laughs> Are you sure? Neeson frowns and runs upstairs, returning only to exclaim, He's gone! The, th the three draw weapons and Emma Stone commands them to keep on edge. Keep an eye out as she looks out for footprints in the snow and can see that they're both going and coming. He's still here. End of act two. <laughs> we see from Mason's point of view, in the woods, he can see the three but can't hear them until Emma Stone shouts, We know you're here, Mason, you shit kid. You know we're coming for you. That's <laughs> You shit kid. <laughs> you shit kid. That's all he needed. A squeeze and the shot rings out. But he's no marksman. Rifle ranges aren't that prevalent in juvenile detention centres, so the shot pings into the side of the lodge. Ba-ding! <laughs> Stone and Stuart run inside, past the unsprung bear trap, and straight into the walking fishing line. With a snap... With a snap, the trap springs, and the chandelier in the foyer drops, crushing Liam Neeson into jelly. With a loud fuck, <laughs> Marv runs up... <laughs> Marv runs upstairs with Stone chasing after him. Marv, we've got to stick together. You know how these kids work. Upstairs, the two regroup in one of the rooms. Neeson was useful, but he'd served his purpose. Now from downstairs, it's Mason's time. I'm down here. Come and get me. Now is the first time that we've seen Emma Stone truly scared. She pushes Marv out the room. You go get him. Shaking, Marv tiptoes downstairs looking desperately around for any signs of traps. He stops on the foyer, and faintly he can begin to hear something. Something that we, the viewer, are only able to fully make out if we whack the volume up. You were here last night, weren't you? <laughs> Marv steps towards the sound, and in the room there's a TV with an old black and white TV. There's a, yeah, TV. Yeah, TV with an old black and white TV. <laughs> it's, got, it's got a twin TV. Lovely couple they are. I'm going to give you to the count of three. One... Two, oh no. Mason jumps out and then in true Rambo style with his hunting rifle, he's able to squeeze out 50 rounds a minute. <laughs> 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 uh, 
and fill Mark full of lead. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and then there's only one more left. Emma Stone. The one. <laughs> the, one. the one who's caused all this. Or what, I hear you say. <laughs> maybe, or what? Maybe you'll find out in the what? sequel. Or what, because Ash? I'm going to leave you hanging on this one. Because upstairs he goes and then stands conveniently in front of the very room that Emma Stone is hiding in. And then there's a little rope hanging from the ceiling and he pulls it and there's a bell that rings. <laughs> Emma Stone opens the door and goes, yeah? <laughs> and then Mason garrots her and <laughs> five minutes until her eyes pop out of her skull. They're already just, pretty bulgy. <laughs> yep. It's just Mason garrotting her until he's sure that she's dead. And then... Shouldering his rifle, he walks out the lodge, and the snow begins to fall. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Don't vote for that. What's it called? House Don't arrest. you remember? No. Home Alone 6, six. House Arrest. Thank you. <laughs> well, right, well. I think that just about wraps it up. What are you doing? We've got a pick to What go, are you we? doing? What am I doing? What are you doing? Stop butting in. Your job, Stop butting in, trying to host. I'm here, hosting away. All right. Let me host it, will you, you bastard? You're going to regret that decision in a moment. Well, that about wraps it up. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. (laughs) Well, well, who's who's, who's the next one? It's Dan, isn't it? Lewis, fucking host. (laughs) It's gone midnight. (laughs) All I want to do is go to bed. Right. Quick, get for right. it. That's it for another year of full starts podcast, people. What a roller coaster it's been. We've had downs, downs, and ups. Don't, no, don't, end on the, don't, don't just say we've had downs. <laughs> it's mostly been downs, though, <laughs> uh, As ever, you can find us in all the usual places iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. You can find the super old shows um, that are no longer on. Uh, said services. iTunes and said services. You can find those on YouTube at Full Starts Pod. Same address as the Twitter, where you can vote for your favourite Home Alone sequel. Uh, as a Christmas time present to us, we'd love it if you su- would subscribe, maybe leave a review. It'd really help us out. And all that remains is to hand things over to Dan and find out what we're going to be watching in our first episode of 2019. Dan, well, something I, good. I a I fresh start. Have, I have presents for you guys. I have, yeah, fresh, I have presents. Good, good movie. November presents. Fresh start. December is December now. I know we are recording in November, but I want you guys to open these now as early as early Christmas presents. Oh, early December Christmas no. presents to you guys. So uh, while you're opening them... I'm just going to describe what is... Hand- it looks like a shot glass. It does look like a shot glass uh-huh. attached to a DVD. And a yeah. DVD of what is undoubtedly going to be a shit film... <laughs> <laughs> we have you'll, to watch. You'll need the shot glasses for this film. So, as uh, as you're unwrapping them... Can we unwrap the shot glass or the movie first? Uh, go go for the movie first. Go for the movie first. So, as you're unwrapping them, it, I'll talk a little bit about it. it, it it's, a fa- it's a soft reboot. The movie. It's a soft-core porno and it was meant to, <laughs> And it was meant to spawn like a, no, a, newer, a newer franchise. No. But it ended up no. not, not no. spawning a newer no. franchise. <laughs> So we're gonna look at Ghostbusters, the, the most recent one. We're gonna no. we're gonna watch that movie next. No, and I hope you enjoy it. And if I remember correctly, Lewis keeps every DVD he's ever had. So that's gonna go pride of place in his collection. And I'm actually gonna to watch this. it twice. Well, yeah, because hey, 
What special features are there? What is the shot glass? Oh, uh, <laughs> over 15 minutes of hilarious bloopers. As if the film itself wasn't a big one. No. <laughs> yeah, so I thought we'd start off strong oh, with the new shit. Year, guys. 30 minutes of hilarious alternative takes. 30 minutes of hilarious Just alternative takes. ad-lib bullshit. And, and, a, and a saw the right... <laughs> saw the right shot, shot glass. glass. Dan. Yeah? Dan. Yeah? Home Alone 5 was good. It was. It was good. <laughs> I t- it's, there's, there's two discs in here. It's the Blu-ray with the extras. I want to play a drinking game. <laughs> so, we'll see you guys in the new year. There are year. 30 extended and alternate scenes. Yeah, Ash just 30. <laughs> While you were recovering, Ash, Ash gave us that info. But it's okay, buddy. It's okay. So, we'll see you guys in the future. We'll just have to say goodbye. I Good hate night and this God bless. movie so much. Bye. Bye, everybody. I was going to pick this just so that you didn't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> You had your chance. Uh, I'm going to enjoy this just because he won't. <laughs> but Home Alone 5 was good. Yeah. Aren't I good to you, Daddy Dan? <laughs> you are good to me. What have I done to deserve this? It was going to happen sooner or later. You know that. Later. <laughs> Obviously <laughs> later. Get out of the way now. Thank you for my wonderful gift that I will cherish because I will always remember the look on Lewis's face. <laughs> Thank you for my Christmas present. That's very generous. Of you. <laughs> well, I will actually get you guys proper Christmas presents to make up for that. I promise you. Bye. Bye. I don't want to seem ungrateful, but fuck you. <laughs> Bye. Listeners, while Dan's away... He's saying listeners, it's just going to be him in the edit booth. We've got an edit booth, by the way. I need to tell you that we are not here of our own free will. He makes us call him Daddy Dan. (laughs) Ashley is his sex elf. (laughs) He's killed before. (laughs) He'll kill again. He wants to find if we both have skeleton heads. If you hear this, if, if, if he forgets to edit it out... Help us. <laughs>